0: Salutations my friends, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noise Era, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer, and I have this episode, Biden's blitzkrieg, ideological purity, and social side effects that's right, this is a very special edition, a season premiere episode of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Zero, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And boy, do we have a powerful season lined up for you, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Not only are we growing while we're being censored in Shadowband, cast into the Dark Dimension, But we are also exporting our ideology, refining our craft, and amplifying the message. That's right. All because of your continued support. Because of your continued support and at the same time people seeking out information such as our own. You ask, why don't more people know about Freedom Faction? Why are more people talking about this? Well think about that what would happen if more people started talking about these things they can't have that nope gotta keep the slaves away from the information can't let those slaves read can we can't let them write can't let them start communicating then shucks don't need everything other than us you know ladies and gentlemen this is a momentous time to be alive we are truly seeing history be rewritten and written in front of our very eyes. We are seeing them not only steal an election, but as I said before, rewrite history, change everything that we thought we knew. We have a lot of heady topics to get into you in, in with you guys. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> I won't lie. I definitely don't have a special intro, a magnificent statement to go ahead and start getting things started for you guys for this season. But what I do have for you is a quick update or or I guess just a quick little news bulletin. You know, we're going to keep things pretty much the same for the next coming few episodes. That's the idea, uh, is to keep things the same for the next few episodes, maybe up to season episode five, episode six, and then gradually roll out some of the changes uh, because I won't lie to you guys. We are a little bit behind the ball with some of the podcasting work we're going to be doing. You'll see here shortly, there's a new uh, display format uh, that we have to kind of gradually again roll out to you guys. And the reason for this is because of the platform migration. You know, we were going to do a lot of different things. Censorship kicked in. And we've got to look at what we've got, where we're trying to go, and really what our message is, what our approach is. We don't want to compromise what we have trying to, you know, change into what we need to be. But at the same time, we don't want to do more of the same that'll get us caught. So there's 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 just a lot of different things going on behind the scenes. You've got to give me a couple <laughs> weeks or so to get things where they need to be. Personal life is intensifying. Local life is intensifying. You know, obviously being in this position is is, is escalating as well. And that's just the responsibility. You know, that's just the accountability of the work. That's just how these things naturally progress and how it evolves. And that's just me shooting you guys straight. You know, uh, and and I talked to the exclusive members about this going into the break that it's. It's the the truth of the matter is this is going to be a luxury that we're only going to be able to afford. that, that, That we'll try to afford, you know, being able to carve out three hour episodes. And, th- and, and two and a half hour Instagram lives, uh, and a very busy schedule like, like what I have. I'm not going to lie. It's getting real difficult. And that's not an excuse. That's me telling you guys, listen, even being in this position is, 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 is changing. And if you think you're supposed to just sit there idly by listening to as listening to growth, listening to progress, listening to change, doing nothing, I'm not sure what to tell you. Because there will come a time whenever, A, I either won't be here because they have censored me, or B, I won't be here because of the work that requires me to be there, or C, I have other responsibilities to take care of. And the reason I'm telling you guys this right out the gate, ripping the Band-Aid off, is because we have come so far. We have built something very, very beautiful, and it's going to require us fighting tooth and nail to keep it here. And understanding that commitment, that's the key. And understanding the discipline to hold that commitment, that's the other key within side of the key. We'll be talking about QAnon. We'll be talking about Biden. We'll be talking about Trump. We'll be talking about China. We'll be talking about COVID. We'll be talking about technocracy. We'll be talking about it all. But at the end of the day, all of this stuff is just surface level fluff, okay? We, 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 We use these topics, as I said before, as a vector point to try to reach you guys. We have been put into a pacified state. A, a trance and a mask does not help. It has put us into a lulled state of being. People don't have voices anymore. They're strangling you like Jeffrey Epstein. And thank God that we are now in a position, having been here for several years, being able to warn you about these types of things and have a voice. And I'm sorry, sometimes it's, it's, it's rough, it's rugged, it's, it's, it's abrasive, right? Right. But sometimes that's how things have to be. And I don't think people truly understand how far up the Yellow River we are without a paddle and how no one is going to come and save us. And how you can thank your, your QAnon friends for a lot of that, for the pacification program that they willingly and voluntarily entered themselves into and tried to convert other people to get into. And so now, because we're behind the ball, behind a couple yards down the line, we have them charging at us, and we don't know what to do. Are we going to be deer in the headlights, or are we
1: at least going to whoosh, pump fake real quick?
0: Because we're running out of options, and we're, and 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 the sad truth is, we can only blame ourselves. We are <laughs> life is not a spectator sport, my friends. You know, and I, it, you know. I'm already starting the show. Let me go ahead and say this, and I'll, and I'll start getting into the topics with you guys. We'll just quickly go over to the other screen. Let me let me say this real quick. This is not going to be an easy year. 2020 was a test with the food shortages, the race riots, the evictions, the unemployment, the currency manipulation. We're going to see mass immigration. We're going to see more supply, and riot, supply line disruptions. We're going to see food banks, man. There's going to be a lot of things coming on this year, and guess what? We have to go through it together collectively. We have to take on not only the debt, the adversity, the trauma, challenges, and more. And it's all meant to make us buckle. It's all meant to demoralize us. But if we let it, they will win. And so I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, all of us have to dig deep. All of us have to become even better than we were. And with that being said, let's start the show.
1: Speaking of being better than we were,
0: I'd like to go ahead and point out that we have decided to change up the display temporarily. I felt like the previous display we had before, it was all congested and there was all kinds of stuff going on and it didn't make for easy on the eyes. So not only was the video congested, but also the audio was congested. There were a couple of changes that I had to make. For my sanity and yours, and as we grow, okay. Because we truly are an independent media organization. You guys hear me fiddle all the time. You guys hear the chickens. You hear the pups. You hear people come up. You hear phone calls. You hear texts. You hear it all, okay. This is me trying to figure out how to streamline everything we have done, cut, trim the fat, and at the same time get to the point, okay. You've got the articles right there in the top right or in the top left, and then you've got the videos right there on the on the bottom left. All right. Don't need all the bells and whistles. (laughs) Sometimes that's the stuff that'll get you. And the reason I want to keep this simple is because we are not supposed to be on YouTube. We are going to be getting off of YouTube. We're going to be digging in over on places like Brighteon, BitChute, DLive. uh, 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 What is it? There's a library.tv. There are various other video streaming platforms that we are going to have to get dug in at because as much as we want to compete with the mainstream we have got to understand the long game the long game is to get you guys understanding of the mindset we have here what we're trying to get across creating that pro-human renaissance-based future and sometimes simplicity is beautiful so that's that's what i want to say about the intro that's what i want to say about the display that's what i want to say about some of the changes that you're going to see us institute over these next couple of episodes I'm not kidding, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a normal year. I feel bad for leaving my post. I think this is the best thing I can do for like an intro. I feel bad for leaving my post. I feel bad for taking a break. Seeing the country being ripped out from up underneath me, it brings me no pleasure. Seeing Donald Trump go, but guess what? Now we don't get the. Now we can't sit there and just talk smack about him. Nope. See, now we're the ones in the arena. Now we've got to ask ourselves. Were we really about those things, or did we just want to sound cool on the Internet? Were we really trying to do the work, or did we just expect Donald Trump to do it for us? Let me play for you real quick. Donald Trump's essentially goodbye message to America. When here he says, this was his greatest
1: honor, being our president.
0: Think about this, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll continue from there. Look at that. There goes Donald Trump. It brings me no joy seeing that man leave. I'll tell you that. It, it brings me no joy seeing Donald Trump leave the White House. And this isn't me being a fanatic. This isn't me being a Q, QAnon or a Trump supporter. This is me being a person of common sense. You get me? This is me practicing common sense. You already see some of the rhetoric, some of the some of the crazy stuff that's coming out from the mainstream media from politics and some of the crap that's going on right now. It brings me no joy seeing Donald Trump leave the office because he was right. They weren't coming for just him. They were coming for us and he was in the way. I think over the course of this year and this season, we'll talk more about Donald Trump's uh, uh, both pros and cons, some of the things that he could have done better on, some of the things that he could have uh, 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 push forward, you know, fighting for, for the First Amendment, censorship stuff like that. Uh, there's there's a number of different issues, but this isn't going to be a bash Trump fest. What this is is a simple analysis. It brings me no joy seeing Donald Trump leave the White House, knowing full well that, yeah, he could have done more. Some people say he could have done he he could have done less. You know that he disturbed everything. It's not about Donald Trump. It's about the system itself. I'm sure I'll do, you know, shows with people here in the future where we talk about Ken, Clement, Ken Clement's prophecy about Donald Trump, uh, the gray man prophecy as well, and how a lot of these people within the power structure in the gray man prophecy, and Trump's prophecy, how that prophecy was supposed to work, that people were supposed to submit to him that, yes, they are vile. Yes, they are crooked. Yes, they are bought out. Uh, and yes, they do worship the devil. And how that's not Trump's job to vanquish these people. His job was to bring this stuff out here into the open. And so I know people looked at Trump as if he was a messiah-style figure. You know, they obviously they wanted him to do more. You know, but then that's where we reached more towards this authoritarian dictatorship that 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 you see Biden inheriting. And I've told you this: it's not the Twenty Fifth Amendment is not for Donald Trump. It's for Joe Biden. He's going to be declared mentally incompetent, and then Kamala Harris, the witch the one that's known for cackling and locking up all kinds of people, she's going to start locking up all kinds of stuff. That's what I'm telling you. It brings me no joy seeing Donald Trump leave the office. Yeah, he could have done more. Oh, he's a racist, a racist white supremacist. How, how dare he? It's not about that. And like I'm saying, we're not going to have Donald Trump to talk smack about now. Now we have Biden. And as Biden gets in the office, you're going to see all of his failings, all of his shortcomings just be thrown underneath the bus. Oh, well, it's just Trump's fault. What about or whatever? Right here. Check this out. Biden plans 10 day blitz. Of executive orders to reverse the greatest damages of the Trump administration. This is an article written by Zero Hedge. They put this up January 18th. And it says President elect Biden's plans. A 10-day blitz to reverse the greatest, the gravest damage of the Trump administration, beginning with a flood of first day executive orders, presidential memoranda and decoratives or directives, directives, well, wow, uh, to cabinet agencies, according to a weekend memo by Biden chief of staff, Ron Klain, to White House advisers. There are four overlapping and compounding crises to address, says Klain, uh, COVID-19, the economy, climate change and racial inequality. In his first 10 days of office, President-elect Biden will take decisive action to address these four crises, prevent others, prevent other urgent and irreversible harms and restore America's place in the world. Roe played, quote, President-elect Biden will take action not just to reverse the gravest damages of the Trump administration, but also to move to start moving forward our country. Biden will begin with around a dozen executive orders on actions on Wednesday, Inauguration Day, according to Bloomberg, which will include measures to address the COVID-19 pandemic, an extension of student loan forbearance beyond January 31st, and an extension on the moratorium for foreclosures and evictions. In addition, Biden will issue a 100-day mask challenge requiring requiring the wearing of face masks on federal property and for interstate transportation. Other 10 day blitz items include presidential directives on safely reopening schools and businesses after Democrats spent much of last year insisting that they remain closed. The week after his inauguration, Biden will take additional action on Buy American provisions in federal purchasing and on criminal justice, climate, science, and healthcare matters, Klein said. He'll overturn Trump's border enforcement policies and set up a process to reunite migrant children the Trump administration s- separated from caregivers after they crossed into the U.S. Also goes on to say that the Clayton memo also made clear that Biden's agenda would require, quote, robust congressional action. Biden will propose at least one significant piece of legislation on his first day, an immigration overhaul to create a path for citizenship for so-called dreamers, undocumented immigrants brought here to the U.S. as children. So there you have it. Just his quick 10-day blitz. Just, a, just an introduction into the Biden administration. Now, I know that sounds great. Executive orders on, 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 on border control, on climate change, on immigration, right? A hundred-day mass challenge. Whoop-dee-dee. Well, we have footage of thousands of migrants clashing with the police in Guatemala trying to make their way to the U.S. border. Yeah, unfortunately, we weren't able to get around to posting it on our page. But there's a clip on our Telegram channel. Where I think he's from, he's from Guatemala. He says, Biden gives us a hundred days. I'm coming up from Guatemala. I got all these people here. We're trying to cross the border. If we get here, we'll get a citizenship. So just like that. Trump's out of the office, right? Trump's out of office and apparently America's open. for a different type of business. I put this up before. Coming onto the air with you guys. Uh, let me see if I can go ahead and get it up for you. Right here. China celebrates Biden's inauguration. It says, good riddance to Donald Trump. This comes from their Chinese state-affiliated media, uh, Xinhua News. The article comes from Nima Harris over there at News Punch. They put this up January 21st. It says the Chinese government openly celebrated Joe Biden's occupation of the White House on Wednesday by exclaiming, quote, good riddance to President Trump in a Twitter post. The Xinhua news agency, the Chinese Communist Party's propaganda news outlet, tweeted out a picture of the White House during Biden's inauguration with the words, quote, good riddance, Donald Trump. The Xinhua post celebrating Trump's departure was accompanied by a graphic and a link to a Xinhua article published last week that predicted the, quote, anti-China policy of the current U.S. administration will only end in failure. So all of what we heard throughout the entirety of last year, gone out the window. We now have a communist agent and a cokehead of a son and and, and his cokehead of a son in office now. We got China Joe, creepy Uncle Joe, known for sniffing children, grabbing Secret Service members' wives' behinds
1: at Christmas parties as our president.
0: And you got Lady Gaga up there singing the national anthem. Could this not be a satanic sign of the times that we are in? Here's another thing too. Think about this, guys. Think about this. We and I, and I freaked out about this last year. China laughed at our faces, saying <laughs> the American, predicting that the American way, the American democracy, was going to going to collapse. Of course, they would celebrate Biden getting into office. Of course, they would. They would. They would laugh. They would joke. They would jest. They would have fun, because Joe Biden will sell us out, as we already are. This is what I'm telling you. We have some dark days ahead of us, but if we don't lose our cool, if we get into a defensive posture, we start really putting uh, action behind our words and backing up our stuff, not only financially but legally. I'm telling you, we'll have at least we'll have somewhat of a chance. But as it stands, the rhetoric that we do on social media, that's not it, man. I'm telling you, that's where we're getting behind the ball in the game. We keep thinking we need to dip down to their level and and hearts and minds them over there on social media. That's -uh, not what we need to do. We need to be doing things completely different. And I'll talk more about this throughout the entirety of the year, shaping up this ideology, again, engaging in the non uh, uh, non non-aggression principality. But at the same time, coming up with a pathway forward to combat what is happening to us. Again, uh, resisting globalism locally, getting involved so we can create a template that can be replicated around the nation. But here, let me get into this article right here. It comes from Chris Minahan of Information Liberation. But Planet Free will put this up. It says, CFR fears that American democracy may be doomed by populism. This is an article uh, that they put up January 19th. And I touched on this. Earlier this week on the Instagram live, let me rewrite this title for you. W- w- what they're saying is populism—the real form of democracy, of American democracy—is being overwritten, <laughs> and the CFR is warning that we've got to get these people underneath control. You see, because as I said, closing out 2020, Donald Trump won by a landslide. But what you were seeing right now is them installed a president. You were seeing the last uh constitute the 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 lat the twilight days of the constitutional republic go right down the drain and you were having them uh, institute this democratic socialism what they call american democracy it's crazy right and that's and that's what i'm saying too when we get into the king clement prophecy of donald trump and how that's that's what this is he was supposed to come in here that's what trumping in the technocracy is He was supposed to come in here, basically expose all the injustices on both sides, destroy them to a degree. So they create the uniparty, what we see taking place now. And it gives us, the people, a chance to really to really look at the controlling oligarchy. It's been exposed. You see how the wealth gap is, the wealth divide has shifted massively. There's a lot of different things going on here, but people can only look at the figurehead and get upset about these things. Let me get into this article and then we'll continue on. It said the Council on Foreign Relations is afraid that, quote, American democracy, a.k.a. ruled by the unelected oligarchs, may be, quote, doomed by the populist forces that Trump's presidency has unleashed. In the piece, Monk Monk whined about the U.S. Capitol protests, which he called, quote, riots, and lamented the, the appeal of the populist authoritarianism. Before January 6th, nobody had expected that a mob of insurrectionists could so easily enter, quote, the People's House. The fact that Trump has been able to convince so many Americans of his lies about the election and mobilize tens of thousands of them to protest against the certification of the vote shows that a significant share of the population is now open to this kind of populist appeal. Faced with a choice between their president and the Constitution, they chose Trump. Monk lamented how Facebook and Twitter banning Trump could backfire. Quote, It is too early to tell how effective the suspension of Trump's accounts on Twitter, Facebook, and other platforms will be. It has certainly impeded his ability to speak directly with his followers over the coming weeks, but over the course of the next four years, he can adopt new ways of communicating with them. At the same time, these decisions have also raised a number of risks. It is now unimaginable that the internet will slowly break into two pieces, or a whole chaotic array of shards. On Twitter and FedBook, Americans with different political beliefs sorted themselves into their own echo chambers, but at least shared the same platform. In the future, parts of the populist right, will attempt to build platforms of their own. This could end up accelerating rather than slowing their radicalization. Now, let me stop right there. I was saying it beforehand, hearts and minds, right? You've got to be able to reach people. I said this to you at the end of season 10, end of 2020, that when people wake up and figure out that their boat has been taken from them, they're going to be livid. This is why I say... Right now, we're in Biden's blitzkrieg. He sees how organized, and how radicalized, and how energized uh, Trump supporters and Americans, constitutionalist Republicans are. Their idea is to disrupt communications and cause as much mayhem as they can, cause confusion, disrupt us so we don't have an ability to recongregate and get reformatted and get organized. And I said this earlier this week on the Instagram live. That's what we were supposed to be doing underneath a Trump presidency is getting a getting organized, coming up with an America first like agenda for us to enact. But because Trump was in office, you had QAnon uh, uh, spamming trust the plan, hashtag the arrests are coming, Hillary Clinton's in Gitmo, all that other propaganda nonsense. People didn't do anything. And so we're still going to have to do these things underneath all this adversity. So here, let me get back into this article uh, and, and how. They're saying people are being radicalized as they're getting more organized. I have a video here shortly that'll play for you guys, where you have multiple people within the establishment saying that they need to de-radicalize Trump supporters, that 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 white people are the biggest threat uh, 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 since toast, since bread. You know, it's it's crazy. It's crazy to see how, how fast and how vitriolic this response has been. Uh, but let me get back into this article. It says, most interesting... Uh, most interestingly monk revealed that the crfr has no creative solutions to the quote the problem of the uppity masses what tools can the incoming biden administration use to ease tensions and address trump supporters grievances as i describe in my book the people versus democracy the rise of populism is owed to a number of structural reasons including the stagnation of living standards for ordinary people rapid cultural and demographic changes and the rise of social media the biden administration should enact policies that for example Help to stimulate wage growth for working-class and middle-class Americans. But with Democrats' small majority in the House and the smallest possible majority in the Senate, the administration's ability to push forth and uh, push through reform, ambitious reforms will, at the least, for the next two years, be limited. The whole, quote, economic growth will, will, will solve the racial divide angle is exactly what Trump said during the presidential debates. It appears Democrats are just hoping that $1,400 checks from the stimulus is going to solve all of this, but it won't. The problem is, thanks to the corona and the lockdown economy, wealth is being siphoned to the ruling class, while many in the middle and the lower classes are being left destitute. There's no reason to believe that these trends will change with another round of stimulus checks. I don't think it's going to work, considering Joe Biden is actively planning to push a mass amnesty for at least a million illegal aliens as of one of his first orders of business, which will only further drive down lower class wages and accelerate all the same trends. So everybody with a brain cell can see what is happening. <laughs> everybody can see what is happening. That's the sad part. We're seeing Joe Biden try to, we're, we're seeing them try to pull off this, this, this steal. We're, we're, we're seeing them implement a anti-American
1: globalist agenda and they're, they're doing it.
0: That's the sad part. Uh, let me read you real quick just some of the things, uh, some of these executive actions that Biden's going to issue in this in his first 100 days. This comes from activist post. They put this up uh, January 20th. And, you know, it talks about. Coronavirus stops, the, how it stops the United States withdrawal from the World Health Organization with Dr. Anthony Fauci becoming the head of the delegation to the World Health Organization. But Fauci's coming back. Uh, he's going to rejoin the, the Paris Climate Accord, a process that will take 30 days. He's also going to cancel the Keystone Pipeline and direct agencies and reverses more than 100 of Trump's actions on the environment. What else? Equity. Yes. The Trump administration's 1776 commissions direct, directs agencies to review their actions to ensure racial equality or equity. Uh, census. Yes. Required non-citizens to be included in the census and appoint appointment of congressional representatives and it goes on and on and on with immigration regulation and so forth that's the idea is to destroy trump's legacy
1: to get rid of him here let me
0: let me read more of his sweeping executive orders that he had from day one right here uh, he rejoined the Paris Climate Accord. He's moving for mass amnesty. He's re-engaging with the World Health Organization. He's having a mask mandate as a priority. Uh, evictions into foreclosures moratorium. Making sure that stays in there. Easing the burden of student loans. As I said before, rejoining the climate agreement. Revoking the Keystone XL pipeline. Uh, fuel standards and the use of federal lands. Re- uh, revisiting Trump's regulatory agenda. No more money for the wall. Scrapping the travel ban, counting non-citizens for the U.S. census, bolstering sanctuaries and the DACA program, uh, protecting Liberians who fled civil war, ethic rules for political appointees, new protections against discrimination, closing down the 1776 commission, and racial equity review for all of government. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that the Biden administration is going to do. And it all ties in. To agenda 21 agenda 2030 and eventually agenda 2050 codex alimentarius and what these people have planned it's 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 sad to say but we know where
1: this story goes we know where this goes
0: you've got our enemies laughing at us you've got them con- congratulating these people who, who 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 really didn't who really shouldn't be elected uh, and, and who shouldn't be running from who shouldn't be running office from it. It, it it's just crazy it's just truly crazy and so right off the bat biden's going to just reverse everything that trump did all the progress that was made uh, all the exposing of the new world order and uh, and so forth uh biden's just going to get back into it and you notice that i titled the instagram live we did earlier this week the presidency of shadows is because I was thinking about this earlier this week, and I'll figure out a way to do a show on it in the coming days. You know, this is like an archetypal thing that like Chinese governments do, like the legalists and the lawyers that they do. They get like an old decrepit person up there that can hold power, and then you have like the entire institute and the establishment behind them propping up this decrepit puppet, this mummy, well, the whole power structure is the, is, the, is the one that holds the real power. Like Joe Biden is a puppet. He's a, he's a figurehead. He is supposed to be Biden time for the, inve- for, the, for the invasion. We will be taken over underneath the Biden administration. That is, There is no doubt. Donald Trump kept a fair amount of these people at bay with strength and with what they call toxic masculinity. Balls is what I call it. And Joe Biden doesn't have it, man. I'm telling you. And yes, it's more that left-right paradigm, you can say all that and whatever, but this is why 11 seasons in, we have a whole different vernacular to explain all that we have seen. Whenever Donald Trump came into office, I told you guys, with the episode, I don't know how it's going to happen, but Trumping in the technocracy is what had to happen underneath his administration. Did we not see that? Is the technocracy not gradually installed? I don't know what's going to happen up underneath uh, uh, the Biden administration. I think clearly we see he won't be able to be there throughout the entirety of the presidency, no doubt. But we will see the system, the establishment, gain insurmountable, or what it seems like, insurmountable amounts of power. They 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 accrued insurmountable pa- amounts of power underneath Trump's administration, and they're only going to have even more, because now you have radicalized leftists, and we'll get into this in the next segment, radicalized leftists, leftists insurgents however you want to look at it people who 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 want to come after trump supporters who want power so they're going to get into the system trying to change the system to come after people
1: and so just like that the uniparty
0: is coming after the people it's no longer protect and serve just like google said removing their don't be evil logo It's no longer protect and serve. Now they're coming after us. Now we are the domestic terrorists. Now we are the targets. That's, that's, that's the crazy inversion that we have found ourselves in.
1: You know, it it, it really does trip me
0: out seeing where we have come and how, and, and, and how fast we've come in such a short amount of time. And I don't mean the podcast. I mean, snap, stepping forward into like
1: the, into the new world order trap.
0: (laughs) You know, and I think I don't have, like I said before, some of the changes that we have to have in the show to kind of switch up the format of delivering this information, both being uh, informative and comprehensive and how we do it. It's just not here right now. You know, we, we, we will talk more about the Biden administration. We'll talk more about the Trump administration. We'll talk more about how This is affecting us and whether or not we'll even be here throughout the entirety of the year. You know, they will come after URLs after they get done with the pages and the the purges on social media. And then once they get rid of your voice online, it's only a matter of time until they try to get you in the real world. We are going to see some persecutions that are borderline biblical because they have the technology to do so. And when you have a brainwashed, a fair amount of the population brainwashed, broken down, radicalized, traumatized and now demoralized that don't really care, dude, it's, it, it, it's going to be a very interesting mix. Like, I wish I could cover more articles with you guys and break some of this stuff down. Uh, audio listeners, you guys can't see this. I just have this article pulled up from the Free Thought Project. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Americans get fooled again. But I wish I had other articles to pull up to explain this to you guys. You know? The information is only one thing. That's why I can barrage you with only so much of it before you have to inherently understand what that means. And we can only act as a bellwether, as a gauge to really show you what's going on for so long. This is Biden's blitzkrieg. This is how he is a front man for China.
1: And how the American people think, oh, well, now that Biden's in office, everything's going to be great. Completely unaware that this man has sold us out.
0: Not only to China, but to the globalists and more. I mean, <laughs> you want to hear something that's crazy to me, and I think I, it, it, it's textbook. I'm already seeing people roll out Joe Biden's COVID-19 action plan where he's getting celebrities to, you know, say they taken the shot. And it's just crazy seeing it all roll out. Here, I want to, uh, uh, just to close this segment out, let me play this, let me get into this article real quick, and then we'll, we'll, we'll close this segment out for you guys. Right here, Facebook censors Mexican Cardinal for denouncing the new world order, an article written by Michael T. Snyder of the most important news. They put this up January 18th. And think about this. This isn't Archbishop Carlo Vigliano, right? This isn't another cardinal. This is, this, this, well, yeah, this is another cardinal coming out saying, hey, look, the new world order is upon us. And people have been sleepwalked into this position for so many generations that they can't even see it. Your churches aren't talking about it. Politics has purposely removed the biblical nomenclature and the and the vernacular from the from 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 how we speak, so people can't recognize it, and it's here. And so if there is anything we can say for this in time, for, for for this episode and, and and this time frame that we have found ourselves in, we've all got to wake up. <laughs> we have all got to wake up. We've got to look this thing in the eye. We've got to admit where we are and we have got to just buckle up. but To buck up, man. We got to say, look, w- w- what can we do? Not much. That's how they designed it. So we've got to fight with what's at our disposal but here. Let me get into this article and then I'll close this stuff out for you guys. It says Facebook has censored a video of Cardinal J- Cardinal Juan Sandoval in uh, Nunez. Archbishop Emeritus of Guadalajara for suggesting that the globalist leaders are are exploiting the coronavirus pandemic to bring about a new world order. What's crazy is he's not not wrong.
1: Klaus Schwab has said this. Klaus Schwab, author of the COVID-19,
0: The Great Reset, said this. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said this. This isn't false information. This isn't misinformation. This is accurate fact. They have said that they are using COVID-19 as a pretext to fundamentally and change how society operates. Oh, but you can't hear it from Cardinal. Nope, you can't hear it from Cardinal and Unez. Ah. You've got to hear it from their so-called authoritative sources. Let's get back into this. It says that the place or in place of the Cardinals weekly video, Facebook, exhibited a grayed out screenshot emblazoned with the banner, quote, false information. Underneath, Facebook added that quote: "This publication repeats information about COVID-19 that independent fa- uh, independent fact checkers deem false." On its Facebook page, Semenyaro Ar- uh, Well, of uh, on on its Facebook page, Archdioceso Guadalajara, an information information service run by the Archdiocese of Guadalajara, posted the following screenshot on January 13th. along with the text: "Quote: Cardinal Juan Sandoval denounced the imposition of a new world order." hours later this video was censored in the nine and a half minute january twelfth video bearing the title plot of a new world order the cardinal begins by saying quote dear friends this will go on for a long time quote this pandemic won't end in a month or in two months perhaps not this year perhaps not in three four five six years he said quote that's what these men want it will be a long haul quote it's a tough difficult situation that likes of which has not been seen in human history, he said. Quote, Bill Gates is a prophet and foretells the future, the Cardinal noted wirily, and not only did he predict the coming of the coronavirus, but is also warned of a possible future smallpox pandemic. During the pandemic, Cardinal Sandoval has criticized the shuttering of businesses and services as disproportionate measures to curb the, co- to spread, the, to curb the spread of the virus. Quote, what they're after is a world government, a new world order, the Cardinal asserts in the new, wo- in the new video. Quote, they want a single world government, a single army, a single currency, a single economy, and also a single religion. That will certainly not be the Christian religion, he said. It will be the religion of Mother Earth in the name of humanity and universal brotherhood. So you didn't hear that from Q. You heard that from an archbishop. The stuff's out there in the open now. Biden's telling you, we're going to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. We're, 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 shutting down, we're shutting down construction on the border wall. We're going to let China in here. This is the new world order. This is the beginning of it. And right now, what you're seeing is the peaceful transition of power. Yeah, where you have to have over 60,000 troops there, just so you can have peaceful
1: transition of power.
0: We'll be talking more about this in the next segment. But here we are, ladies and gentlemen, in 2021, with Joseph R. Biden Jr. as our president. With his co with his coquette of a son, literally being investigated, brought up on criminal charges. All this stuff being known out there. And guess what? The deep state doesn't care. They're letting you know that they have installed this president. And just like that, the door has been shut. We've got to ask ourselves, what are we going to do? Are we going to kick the door open? Are we going to find something within the room to help defend ourselves? Are we going to bust out of the window? What are we going to do?
1: I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a quick break.
0: And when we come back, we're going to be talking about ideological purity. Apparently down at the Capitol, they were afraid that free-thinking individuals didn't want to be there. So they decided to start screening all the National Guard members. Yeah, that's right. You have the FBI vetting 25,000 National Guard members to prevent an insider attack, while the FBI also simultaneously warned that Q followers discussed plans to infiltrate the inauguration posing as National Guard. Yeah. It's funny because they ended up arresting the FBI. They ended up arresting a hardcore Antifa leftist who attacked the Florida state capitol. We'll be talking about this. AOC calling for more funding to de-radicalize Trump supporters, as well as this and more. On the other side, armed protesters arriving at the capitol around the nation. So many different things happening in this nation of ours. We're going to be talking about ideological purity and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this.
2: going on around you. You are in a state of war. And you have precious little time to save yourself. It's a slow process, which we call active measures. The first stage being demoralization, it takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. The next stage is destabilization. What matters is essentials, economy, foreign relations, defense systems. The next stage is crisis, with a violent change of power, structure and economy, period of normalization. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to put a big brother government in Washington DC, who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfilled or not. The time bomb is ticking, With every second, the disaster is coming closer and closer. The danger is real.
3: Awaken we'll the masses. Forget the politicians.
1: Politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice.
4: You have owners. They own you. Forbidden
1: Club, because if you know, you know. welcome back salutations
0: my friends and welcome back to the second segment of this episode second segment of season
1: 11 episode one i'm your host noise
0: era freedom faction whichever one you prefer and again Understand that some of the changes, some of the hiccups you see, that's because we are obviously trying to figure out different formulas, obviously trying to figure out different ways to provide you guys with again that eight one quality content, uh, given the 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 given the setup that we have, given the delivery mechanism that we have, uh, given the technology that we have, given the equipment that we have, given the software that we have. <laughs> and um I say that. Because we truly are an independent organization, you know, from the music that we play to some of the clips and stuff that you guys hear, this all generates from us. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. You know, I want to I wanted to get into something that I didn't touch on in the previous segment that I think plays a huge part into why I was kind of off the rails. Uh, Q a lot of information came out over the break about essentially the dangers of QAnon, psychological warfare, disinformation, misinformation, uh, and again, just the, the, the threat of QAnon and what it really was, you know, and why you should not trust organizations and operations like that. But, uh, y- y- you know, I have to say this real quick before I start getting into it, because I'm not here to bash people that believed in Q. I'm not here to judge anybody for how they receive information. Uh, but, you know, what I'm trying to say is we do this all because you guys continued to pour. Um While all this QAnon stuff was breaking over the over the break into the start of this year. Right. We were getting certified as a partner with my Patriot Supply via Instagram. We're official business partners. I feel like that's pretty cool. And so while you can see our resume, you can see our track record, you can see our work, you can see our history. YouTube deleted at least four years worth of our our, our work. Uh, our episodes go back to, I think, season eight. Right. We have years worth of content. You can see our social credit. You can see our trajectory. You can see whenever they started manipulating our numbers. You can see everything we've done. Even down to a fault, you can see whenever we have hiccups within our software, whenever we need to have better uh, uh, hardware, right? <laughs> you know, to, to 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 the chickens, to all the animals and the critters that we have going on here, man. You guys can see our scars is what it boils down to. And that's what it stands for. QAnon, I think a lot of people got addicted to, they got addicted to hopium, you know, And I think that's something in and of itself that we'll talk more about, too, in the coming year. The esoteric mysticism of information, you know, uh, how there is such thing as dark knowledge, how some of this information is purposely hidden from you and it's designed to entice and entrap you. Right. You know, and how you truly can be inundated with so much information that you borderline feel brain dead and don't do anything. Right. Because trust the plan. And I think that's a, this, is a, this is going to be a massive lesson for a lot of people that are involved. And the reason I want to start this segment talking about you, when we talk about ideological purity, is because you have to ask yourself, what ideology do you have? What ideologies are all right with you? Who is, who's, what do you believe in? <laughs> are you willing to fight for these things, right? Or were you just programmed? Were you just radicalized by some shadow corner of the Internet? Where you, where 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 that's where you got all your information, you know whenever I step, whenever I stepped out in front of the camera and showed you guys my face, and people said questions like oh, freedom factions black, yes, I can be black, I can love America, I can hate my government, and I can also love my country at the same time because I'm not an idiot, I'm able to hold multiple ideas in my head at the same time and not have cognitive dissonance. This is what happens whenever we have again a brain dead dumbed down population and spoon fed information and does not know how to think for themselves. Because, again, the esoteric, mystic, mystic nature of Q makes you think you're a part of something different. And I thought this was weird a couple of months ago whenever we saw people taking oaths, man. And I, it, it, it's, it's crazy what went on with QAnon. And so a lot of people are being told, hey, don't commit Qicide. Don't kill yourself. We still need you out here in this battlefield. Just because Q was a lie doesn't mean that everything he said was a lie. And this is one of the this is something we're gonna be dealing with throughout the entirety of the year. You're gonna have people being deprogrammed, you're gonna have people being radicalized, you're gonna have people, you know, not admitting that they were being conned, right? Going along with it still. It's it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens with the QAnon phenomenon but I am very blessed and grateful to say that we were able to stay away from that trap. We have people come on and ask us certain things about Q and I'm not too familiar with it because I studied, I studied the documents, I studied the testimonies. I hear the statements. We try to read, we need to read more of their publications, right? We, we base our, our viewpoint on what we're being confronted by. I say this all the time. I didn't know what I believed in until I saw what they were trying to force upon me. And it's only through this adversity that i've been able to understand what i truly believe in and fight for it that i'm that i'm not for abortion right
1: that yeah legal weed is good until
0: you have the pharmaceutical industry take over weed and then you're just smoking pharmaceuticals like it i know that sounds silly but you get what i'm saying and this ties into ideological purity that's one of the reasons why they're having those ideological purity tests down there at the Capitol, and you're gonna see that go go nationwide, become federal. Because you're no longer because of all this crazy stuff, you're no longer able to have your own ideology. You're either with the state or you're against it. Let me get into this quick post where it talks about how QAnon bears a striking resemblance to a Bolshevik Psyop from the nineteen twenties and how this has been done in history before and how people thought that they were fighting the system when really they were running right in to it this article comes from information liberation they put this up january 15th It says operation trust was a bolshevik counterintelligence operation run from 1921 to 1926 aimed at neutralizing opposition by creating the false impression that a powerful group of mili- of military leaders had organized to stop the communist takeover here's an excerpt or oh, here's an excerpt of the trust operation from pages 13 to 14 of the Soviet defector Anatoly Golitsyn's book New Lies for Old. It says the similarities with the QAnon trust to plan PSYARP are remarkable. This next part comes from the Wikipedia's operational or the, the Wikipedia's uh article on Operation Trust. It says Operation Trust was a counterintelligence operation of the State Political Directorate, the GPU of the Soviet Union. The operation, which was set up by the GPU's predecessor Sheka, ran from 1921 to 1926. It set up a fake anti-Bolshevik revolution organization, the, quote, Monarchists Union of Central Russia, MUCR, in order to help the OGPU identify real monarchists and anti-Bolsheviks. The created front company was called the Moscow Municipal Credit Association. Goes on to say that the one Western historian who had limited access to the trust files, John Costello, reported that, the, that they compromised 37 volumes, or they comprised 37 volumes, and were such a bewildering welter of double agents, changed codenames, and interlocking deception operations with the quote, complexity of a symphonic score that the Russian historians from the intelligence service had a difficulty separating fact from, fin- from, as fact from fiction. That sounds a lot like Confucius-style nonsense put out by QAnon. Is General Finn our General Bruce Leff? It says QAnon made Trump supporters who were right to be angry over the criminal nature of our ruling class delude themselves with fantasies that, quote, white hats in the military were going to save us while Attorney General William Barr was busy covering up the Jeffrey Epstein case and the Kushner administration was busy pardoning fraudsters who donated who donated to the Aleph Institute and releasing traitor Jonathan Pollard from parole to make Aaliyah in israel just as opposition was outed and arrested by operation trust potentially dozens of q anoners were outed and arrested as a result of the march on the capital we'll be getting into that here shortly I, I, and i i saw this happen like 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 clockwork whenever the uh so-called siege on the capital took place right off the bat there was like a website where they used artificial intelligence to identify all this, all the quote, insurrectionists and traditionists. It was crazy. They came in, they came up with charges. They came up with the identity, the location, they doxed them. They doxed a lot of the people that were there. And, uh, and I'll, and I'll get into that too, because that's kind of crazy. You had children that were turning in their parents saying, Oh, my mom and dad went to the Capitol only for them to get arrested later. You had work, uh, uh you had people from work who wherever they were working getting fired because they had attended this protest. You have people in the military active duty that attended the protest that were discharged for attending. So what does that say? Like th- This is what I mean by ideological purity tests. Are you not able to have your own belief other than a belief in the system? When Kerry Wedler of the anti-media talked about this years ago, how statism is the most dangerous religion out there because it refuses to allow you to believe in anything else other than it. She was right. Trust the plan. And now you've got QAnon literally turning on its supporters, turning them in. Let me get back. Let me me get into this. This is many of the, many of the neocons in our government are literal uh, descendants of Trotskyites. So it's not not out of the question that they pull the same trick twice. This QAnon operation has had some blowback. Uh, Q believing Air Force veteran Ashley Babbitt was horrifically executed in cold blood by a Capitol police officer and turned into a martyr. But the movement has gotten tons of Trump supporters thrown in prison and labeled as domestic terrorists. The Biden administration is now plotting to use the events of the January 6th events to justify the Patriot Act 2.0, which aims to criminalize all dissents as domestic terrorism. Their neo-Bolshevik revolution is almost complete. It doesn't require, quote, any anonymous leaks from, quote, secret military intelligence officers to witness the conspiratorial, conspiratorial treachery our government is committing to us out in the open. Yeah, no, this is the crazy part. When, 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 again, when we saw Ashley Babbitt shot in the neck in the Capitol, unable to see her assailants as the blood drained from her neck. This is insane.
1: We'll never know about the man that shot her. She'll be, it, 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 she's a life, a victim.
0: And you have people besmirching her name. A 14-year Air Force veteran go in there thinking that she was on the commands from Q to storm the Capitol. Radicalized by this information, shot in the neck.
1: Now dead. This stuff is getting crazy.
0: And now you have people within the QAnon movement saying, oh, well, if you keep trusting the plan, what you'll see is that Biden's actually a part of the plan. Yeah, he's, he's, he's actually a part
1: of it. This is actually sad.
0: The delusional thinking that's being <laughs> the, the delusional thinking surrounding QAnon is very dangerous right now, my friends. The stuff I talk about, it's so hardcore that most people don't really know what to do with it. I understand that. But what 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 happened and what is continuing to happen with QAnon is very dangerous because he's not going away. They are not going away. If anything, they're just getting started. That's the crazy thing. Because that you have to understand that's where this whole God Emperor Trump status thing came from, where they exalted God Emperor Trump to like the highest degree. And then they just said, oh, well, don't worry. God, Emperor Trump has everything in the bag. You know, he's going to drain the swamp, whoop-dee-dee, and nothing happened. And so now, that, again, you have a fair amount of the population brainwashed, radicalized over all of this, not really getting their heads in the game. They're going to become part of these accelerationists and these extremists because they don't care. They 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 were invested in a lie. They don't care what's going on. So I'm telling you, we'll we'll talk more about this in the future because that is a that is a powder keg event. And they'll use the whole QAnon conspiracy to come after well-meaning and well-intentioned people who were trying to look after the truth that got caught up in that web. And I think that's one of the reasons why they had people taking oaths so that they could set people up in the future. You have to think this is the technocracy. This is the scientific dictatorship. A lot of these a lot of these false flags are already written. They just need the players to show up so they can insert people in different spots. It's, it's, it is crazy what is going to happen. But here, check this out right here. So we can go start getting into the meat and potatoes of this segment. FBI vetting 25,000 National Guard troops to prevent an insider attack. This comes from World Net Daily. They put this up January 18th. Goes on to say that, it, that, that troops guarding the Capitol have cots and food. Thank God. Pentagon officials are worried about a possible insider attack following the Capitol riot on January 6th, prompting the FBI to vet every National Guard member deployed to the Washington, D.C. area to secure President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration. What they're really saying is,
1: are you pledging allegiance to the New World Order? Continuing on, it says that the nation's capital
0: has been almost Completely locked down since the riot, when a mob clashed with Capitol Police and stormed the Capitol while lawmakers and Vice President Mike Pence were certifying Biden's electoral victory. The attack has raised alarm among some officials that members of the National Guard could ultimately pose a threat against Biden and others when he gets sworn into public and and, and publicly in front of the Capitol on January 20th, the the Associated Press first reported. Quote, We're continually going through the process and taking third or second third looks at every one of the individuals assigned to this operation army secretary ryan mccarthy told the ap on sunday he added that he and other leaders had not seen any evidence that the national guard members posed a threat and that the other and that other military officials underwent a three-hour exercise in preparation for the inauguration on wednesday quote the question is is that all of them are there others We need to be conscious of it, and we need to put all the mechanisms in place to thoroughly vet these men and women who would support any operations like this, McCarthy said. Biden said last Monday that he was, quote, not afraid to take his oath of office outside despite the perceived threat. McCarthy said that the most Guard members will be armed and that they will repeatedly go through drills and in constant contact with local authorities. Quote, this is a national priority. We have, to be, we have to be successful at a, as an institution, he added. We want to send a message to everyone in the United States for the rest of the world that we can do this safely and peacefully. Now, earlier this week on the podcast, I would definitely recommend you guys go listen to it. I had had a quick uh, revelatory moment where I was able to kind of break down what's happening right now with these ideological purity tests where they're able to kind of purge people's thought processes when being in the military because when you join the military that's a brotherhood in and of of its own it's a culture it's a lifestyle it's 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 a way of life it's what people appreciate but now what they're saying is while you're joining this brotherhood you're also having to take an even bigger oath an even bigger commitment one would say a commitment to the constitution i say let's take it a step even further are you committed to the new world order right are you committed to these things? Because check this out. While all this went down, they definitely were able to find people uh, that were on their radars. And we'll be getting into what that means later on. But here, check this out. Two National Guard members removed from the inauguration detail for, for militia ties. This is an article that comes from Chris Pandawful, uh over there at the Blaze. They put this up January 19th says two U.S. Army National Guard members have been removed from from security detail. President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration after troops deployed to Washington, D.C. were vetted for extremist ideologies. It goes on to say that the Associated Press reports that the two National Guard members were found to have ties to, quote, fringe right group militias, according to the U.S. Army and intelligence officials who spoke on the condition of anonymity. So think about this. Militias, which are guaranteed by the Constitution,
1: is now considered a far right ideology.
0: And people getting together outside of their employment and coming together, engaging in whatever, that's that's a bad thing. You see, what they're doing is they're purging you of your own ideology saying, Listen, we're about to do a lot a lot more rowdy stuff than this. You cannot have your single independent thought process for where we're about to take not only this nation but especially this military and eventually its its defense force like this to me should really raise massive red flags for a lot of things this this portends a very dangerous trend for the future i cannot say that enough let me get in this let me let me read a little bit of this next article and I'll play a quick clip for you guys right here. FBI warns QAnon followers discuss plans to infiltrate inauguration, posing as National Guard. An article that comes from Ricky Sapparo over their in Times headlines. They put this up January 19th. It says the FBI repeatedly informed law enforcement agencies that devoted followers of the QAnon conspiracy theory and far-right lone wolves are conspiring plans online to infiltrate President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration by posing as National Guard members. Now so many things are going on right now <laughs> not only with people having their own ideologies uh not only with qAnon the fbi joe biden and more there's a lot of different things going on right now see this is this is this is the dark side of qAnon this is the dark side of conspiracy theories because if you're not coming up with your own thought process who's coming up with that who's injecting that thought process in there why are you adopting that remember we had talked about that a couple Chuck's a couple months ago now, ideological adaptation. Well, that's, 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 that's it. This is it right here. This is a part of that process. This is the purification process. You see, because now they're going to turn all of their security apparatus. They're going to turn it inwards. They're going to turn it on the American people, right? This is, this is where it gets dangerous. This is where it gets dangerous. I really do worry uh for again where this type of stuff takes us and what this type of what this trend says when you can't
1: you can't look up conspiracy theories, you can't look up uh
0: I don't know, you can't join militias. You can't do anything. You're essentially just supposed to be a ward of the state. You're supposed to just be you're supposed to wait to be activated. I find that kind of crazy in and of itself.
1: But, you know, this just shows you where we're
0: going. You're not allowed to think. You're not allowed to feel. You're not allowed to do anything as an individual. If you go anywhere outside of these lines,
1: you're going to be the problem. You see? This is a... uh, uh, this truly is a, a dangerous trend that we have found ourselves in. Uh, let me play for you guys real quick this clip where
0: it talks about uh, how white males voting for Trump may betray Biden at the inauguration. And what they're really saying is we have to deprogram these people. They have views that we don't agree with. They're, they're, they're asking you what your ideological purity is what you truly believe in. They're worried about infiltration. They don't want people to, again, have independent thought, organize. They're worried about infiltration. You see, Antifa can do it. Antifa can infiltrate your, your, your local businesses, your local community. They can take money from George Soros and from China. But how dare you white male voted, uh, uh, Trump voting troops do what you're doing? This is the crazy part. This is whenever you see these, again, these, these globalist forces that have infl- these globalist communist forces that have infiltrated America, dictating to us how we should do things. Uh, let me read to you guys real quick this, and I'll play this quick clip. This is of a Democratic congressman saying that white male Trump voting troops may betray Biden at the inauguration. Uh, let's play this and then we'll continue on.
5: Reading about this on, the, on my t- Twitter account, I guess.
4: And people were reminding the people of Anwar Sadat and Indira Gandhi, who were killed by her own, their own people. Um, you know, I was thinking the Guard is 90 some odd percent, I believe, male. Uh, only about 20 percent of white males voted for Biden. you got to figure that in the Guard, which is predominantly more conservative. And I see that on my social media and we know it. They're probably not more than 25 percent of the people that are there protecting us who voted for Biden. The other seventy percent would be uh, the, the large class of folks who might want to uh, uh, do something. And there were military people and police who took oaths to defend the Constitution and to protect and defend who didn't do it, who were in the, the insurrection. So it does concern me, but... Uh, the betting at the last minute. But, the I mean, that's far to, to, to have voted for for Trump does not make you an insider threat. I mean, that, that's far different from being a threat uh, of violence inside, whether the National Guard or law enforcement. I, I'm curious: is there is there anything you've seen to substantiate just how broad this in, insider threat may be, if it if it exists? Absolutely not, Jim. But you know, the, you, you draw a circle first. And the first circle is people who were for Trump and not for Biden as far as people who would be in, uh the, the zone of folks who would be suspect of. Suspect group is large. Yeah. Final question, if I can. This morning, I was reading about this on the
0: very on interesting. T-
5: Twitter account, I guess.
1: Very
0: interesting. So there you have it.
1: Uh, if you voted for Trump, you're a racist.
0: If, if you voted for Trump, you're most likely either a racist, a bigot, a homophobe, a white supremacist, you know, or you know you you're most likely just evil, so you should all just kind of like do us a favor and kill yourself. That's basically what these people are saying. You see what and, and you're going to see this happen, you're going to see it flip on its head. If you love America, if you love the country, if you love the Constitution, if you love the Bible, you're a target. Get ready for it. That's what I'm telling you. The persecution that's coming down the line
1: borderline biblical
0: because now these people have a social justice virtue signaling moral right in their eyes to hunt you down persecute you cut your head off and say look at what i did in the name of democracy look at what i did for everybody else see how good of a person i am if you thought mask virtue signaling was bad It's going to get a lot worse. Check this out right here. AOC calls for more funding to, quote, de-radicalize Trump supporters. An article written by Art Moore of WorldNet Daily. They put this up January 18th. It says, after casting President Trump and his supporters as, quote, white supremacists and conspiracy theorists for the past four years, the most prominent members of the far left, quote, squad in the U.S. House thinks it's time to pour more money in efforts to de-radicalize and, quote, deprogram the population. At a virtual town hall meeting Friday night in the wake of the violent protests at the U.S. Capitol, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the Democrat from New York, said that it's a problem that doesn't go away on January 20th when Joe Biden is inaugurated as the 46th president. Quote, there are people who are radicalized right now. It's going to take a very long time to de-radicalize these people and a lot of effort, she said. In November, a member of the Democratic National Committee, David Atkins, said on Twitter that, quote, deprogramming is needed for every one of the Americans who voted for Trump on November 3rd. No, and this is the tweet, it says, quote, no, seriously, how do you deprogram 75 million people? Where do you start? The Fox, Fedbook, he wrote this on Twitter, we covered it back then. Quote, we have to start thinking in terms of post-World War II Germany or Japan or the failures of reconstruction in the South. Ocasio-Cortez noted that the House Subcommittee on Civil Rights, on which she serves, has held hearings over the past two years on the issue, but the Trump administration hasn't made funding, quote, de-radicalization programs a priority, the New York Post reported. One year ago, a campaign organizer for then-Democratic presidential Bernie, candidate Bernie Sanders said the country would need to, quote, spend billions on, quote, re-education of Trump supporters who have become, quote, nazified. Ocasio-Cortez said Friday that the deprogramming of people who live in a misinformation bubble requires more than just a conversation, likening it to therapy, the post noted. But rest assured, she said, research has shown that, quote, healing is possible. Quote, we need to double, triple, or quadruple the funding for these programs, Ocasio-Cortez said. She described a spectrum of de-radicalization that ranges from sympathizers to conspiracy theorists to neo-Nazis. One example of a dangerous conspiracy theory is Trump's insistence that voter fraud affected the outcome of the 2020 election. On a show Monday, Rush Limbaugh said Ocasio-Cortez believes that you can reprogram conservatism. You can psychologically remove it from people who believe it.
1: More than ideological purity.
0: Purging Trump supporters. Then you see, that's how it works. Let's start with the Trump supporters. Let's demonize Trump. Let's start with his supporters then. Okay, and then we'll get all the people that helped us, and then we'll come after you. If anyone is radical, it is her. But see, that's the thing. She'll get more funding for being radical like that. She'll get more
1: funding for acting like that. But see here, let's, let's listen
0: to some of these so-called radical supremacists that they want to de-radicalize. Let's listen to them real quick.
5: We're all liberty-minded individuals, and we believe in everyone's
3: equal individual rights that is unalienable by the... By. Whoever God or person that you pray to, you have rights as a person that can't be affected by the government, and those rights have been being affected in mass. And we're just here to peacefully let it be known that we are here for the people. We are not a pro-Trump group.
0: That was uh, members of the so-called Bigelow movement that had approved that had shown up. At the, I think in Ohio, uh, the article is harmed. Protesters begin to arrive at state capitals around the nation. They put this up January 18th. This is before the 20th. There was a massive call throughout patriot-minded networks that say, "Do not show up to capitals at the 20th." I can't help but think of uh, some of the 45d chess aspects to that. But you have people showing up saying, "Hey, we're not radicals. We believe in your rights. We think you should express them." But you see, you've got to understand how the media works. And how they expect to set us up in these traps just for people to fall over them. You know, but the idea to de radicalize Trump supporters. You see how a big brother style government, oh, they just care about you. They care about you so much that they want to show you the error of your ways. You see how your views are so called radical, but well, we think they're radical, so we're going to deprogram you. Did you catch that? Last year I talked more about that, the idea of escalating in order to neutralize that. That's what happened right there. When Hillary Clinton and Joy Behar say that, uh, look at these anti-lockdown protesters calling them domestic terrorists. That's them flipping the script on you. That's them becoming radical on you, glorifying themselves, grandstanding and saying, oh, look how we have the moral high ground. We're virtue sibling. We care about you. You, you, You've been in a misinformation bubble. This is that big brother government. We need to quadruple our funding So we can de-radicalize these people. We need to eradicate their viewpoint. We need to have them adopt our ideology. We need to wipe out what they believe in.
1: That's what you're seeing right now. Free thinking, sovereign individuals, liberty minded folk. Are being kicked out. They're being kicked out of the
0: social sphere. They're being kicked out of the narrative. They're being kicked out of the conversation because they don't want people to be free thinking, critical thinking, uh, sovereign citizens, individualists, rugged individuals. They don't want the business owners. That's what you saw all of 2020. They don't want people pulling themselves up from the bootstraps, creating economies, creating infrastructures, creating complex systems to help empower themselves and inspire others. No, 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 no. What they want is they want you to think about the collective. How can you help everybody else? How can you be of a service to everybody else? How can you work to the nth degree to benefit everybody else? It's the age-old discussion of how does how does how, how does one, how does how does the benefit of one outweigh the benefits of many? That Machiavellian understanding of things. But here, check this out. Let me go ahead and pull this up. FBI arrests. Hardcore Antifa leftists for planning attack on Florida State Capitol. So explain this to me. And the sad part is, 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 is you know where this is going. I could get into Antifa being bad. I could talk about how the boogaloos are are are, are trying to be constitutionally oriented people. But at the end of the day, I'll play a clip for you that, that that summarizes this. At the end of the day, the system doesn't care whether you're left or right. The Uniparty has unified against you. We are the ones that are divided. That is the divide and conquer. That's why we're being conquered. We don't see that we need to get organized against this system that's declaring us as domestic terrorists, as non-essential and then shooting people like Ashley Babbitt in the neck. The problem is, is we're going against one another, not aware the system is coming against us. Let me read this article. It comes from uh, Summit.News. They put this put this up January 18th. Says FBI arrests hardcore Antifa leftists for planning an attack on Florida State Capitol. Says that the agitator called for armed resistance and another civil war. Says the FBI has arrested a leading Antifa figure in Florida on charges of inciting violence, claiming that the self described hardcore leftist has been issuing calls online to attack the Florida State Capitol on january twentieth. His reports indicate that Daniel Allen Baker was arrested and charged with transmitting a threat to kidnap or injure after a string of online posts calling for another civil war. The Antifa extremists also posted flyers titled Calls to Arms January 20th that outlined plans to encircle any legitimate pro-Trump protesters using firearms and effectively trap and attack them at the state capitol in Tallahassee. Quote, this is an armed coup and can only be stopped by an armed community. The poster is reported to read, as well as, quote, If you are afraid to die fighting the enemy, stay in bed and live. Quote, We, all, we need all Florida residents to rise up, the flyer said, with a description reading, quote, Here in Florida, we must circle the terrorists who attack the Capitol, let them take the Capitol, and fight with the cops, surround them, and trap them inside. Quote, we will protect Capitol residents and civilians from armed racist mobs with every caliber available, it also stated. According to the FBI, Baker also posted clips on his YouTube channel, yes, he still has one, showing him printing out posters as well as using Facebook and Twitter to organize violent action. Baker received a suspension from Facebook after the D.C. Capitol Police heard Capitol chaos, but as soon as it was filed or lifted, he posted death to America, of course, F the president, current and elect. A criminal complaint filed in the US District Court for the Northern District of Florida notes that Baker has a history of violent extremism, claiming those he opposes are white supremacists and fascists. He has called for killing many US military officers following being thrown out of the US Army and later seeking to fight alongside a US designated terrorist group in Syria. The man laterally took part in a Florida in, in an Antifa anti-police protest around the country including the infamous Chaz Chop Autonomous Zone in Seattle.
1: So those guys are
0: still allowed to operate on Facebook. They're still allowed to do everything. But Archbishops aren't allowed to talk about it. Cardinals aren't allowed to talk
1: about it. Not allowed to break this stuff down.
5: Think about this.
0: Think about this. Because I'll begin, I want to play for you guys a real quick clip. You've got hardcore Antifa leftists planning to attack the Florida State Capitol, basically saying they want to surround pro-Trump supporters and then shoot them and trap them. And then I have another article where leftists are calling for a secret police to spy on Trump supporters. Like, this is all coming on the heels of a Biden administration. You know, they had all this stuff in the works, but they had to wait until Biden got in. Because, oh, well, we just care about these Trump supporters. We're doing this in the name of democracy. And now, now you have John Brennan issuing a list of ideologies that the Biden intelligence community should go after. Where it even includes, that's right, libertarians. So while they thought they were going to get out of the fight, no, 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 no. That's what I'm telling you. To this system? Any free-thinking individual is considered a threat. Doesn't matter if you're a communist, doesn't matter if you're a fascist, doesn't mean if you're a libertarian, a Democrat, uh, a a conservative, a Republican, a liberal, it doesn't matter because at this point, you're either with the system or you're against it. Let's play this clip of uh, John Brennan talking about how even libertarians should be on a List of ideologies that the Biden intelligence community should look out for.
6: On the call, I was thinking today that uh, this is the most relaxed time uh, in the course of many inaugurations I've watched because I'm not responsible for it. But I can tell you that when I was in the government, I was I had white knuckles because yeah. of the nature of the threats. But it's so much more difficult today because of what we have seen, not just over the last two weeks, but that certainly has riveted our attention, but because of this growth in polarization in the United States and. ...domestic violence in white supremacist groups. So I know looking forward that the members of the the Biden team who have been nominated or have been appointed are now moving in laser-like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about what looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas, Mm -hmm. where they germinate in different parts of a country and they gain strength and it brings together an unholy alliance frequently of religious religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, uh, racists, nativists, uh, even libertarians. And unfortunately, I think there has been this momentum that has been generated as a result of, unfortunately, the demagogic rhetoric of people that's just departed government, but also those who continue in the halls of Congress. And so I really do uh, think that the law enforcement, homeland security, intelligence, and even the defense officials are doing everything possible to root out what seems to be a very, very serious and insidious threat to our democracy and our republic.
7: I want to read you um, a little bit of, of how Tom Friedman describes
0: the security.
6: on well, the Nicole, I was thinking today that uh, this is the most relaxed I've tongue-tied. been uh, in the course of
0: many years. <laughs> straight up tongue-tied. That lady was tongue-tied. What? What do you say whenever you have a former disgraced CIA officer out there telling you that basically every ideology underneath the sun is considered a domestic terrorist?
1: Of course, you would be tongue-tied.
0: Let me read a little bit of this article. It comes from Activist Post. We put this up January 21st, just before coming on to the air with You Good People. And it says, well, this this is alarming and ominous, to say the least. Former CIA Director John Brennan told MSNBC in an interview on Inauguration Day that the intelligence community, under newly sworn in President Biden, is, quote, moving in laser-like fashion to try and uncover dangerous plots against the country. Naturally, there's been much of this worrisome commentary about what political ideologies should be targeted and monitored coming out of the NatSec Hawks in the wake of the Capitol Hill mayhem on January 6th. But this is the first time such a broad array of groups has been so bluntly lumped into a pro-Trump insurgency by an influential media pundit and former spook. Brennan expressly said that they are, quote, violent and remain a domestic threat. He said in an MSNBC interview, without the least concern for violation of Americans' rights, that intelligence agencies should look into, quote, religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots. Racists, nativists, nativists, and even libertarians. He said. He said these belief systems have come together under the umbrella of a supposed pro-Trump movement, capable of committing violence. (laughs) This is it's like, wow, people just want freedom. They just want less government. They just want less control. But these true authoritarians. These true fascists, these true tyrants, they can't understand that. They say, oh my God, what are these, look, look at these religious extremists. They just want to read their Bible, bro. They just want to read the Quran. They just want to read the Bhagavad Gita. Like what, what, religious extremists? What? These libertarians, half of them want to be left alone. They want less government. What? You're picking a fight. And did you see how he just lumped in all those people together, saying, "Hey, you have these views, don't you? You're bad, but see, I've got to ask the question right there, Mr. Brennan. What do you think is an appropriate ideology then if you're casting such a wide ray of things for you to hate, what is an acceptable <laughs> What is an acceptable ideology then like that's the craziest part to say all these things. It's kind of wild, but that, again, that shows you where we truly are And the same way that we know globalist forces are using China to carry out the economic attack that you're seeing and witnessing and living in right now is the very same way that you have globalist forces using former CIA director, John Brennan, to carry out these, these, these globalist, uh, ideological extermination programs here in America. It's crazy. And they're, and, they're, and they're using Donald Trump and Trump supporters as the vector to do so. But what happens whenever they purge Trump out and they, tr- they, they, they purge his supporters? It's truly only a matter of time until they come after you. Whether you're an individualist or a collectivist, whatever it is, this system, this scientific dictatorship, the technocracy that we are seeing be built here is labeling you as a problem. Here, check this out. Democrats urge domestic war against t- American terrorists who support Trump. This is an article that comes from Neiman Harris. They put this up over there on News Punch on January 20th. And think about this. They're, 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 they're telling you what they want to do, that they want to rout you out, that you're, that you're an insurgent, that you're a seditionist. Ladies and gentlemen, I would highly recommend you to listen to the Zebelian minicast I did because this is it. Because what's going to happen is they're going to push, 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 and then the left and the right are going to realize, wow, we're one and the same. The real problem is the system. And whenever they don't want to reform the system, they're going to break away. You may have heard me talk about this uh, earlier this week on the Instagram Live about that breakaway civilization, that separatist discussion, the civil war that's happening sanctuary states and more because this we're we're seeing it we're seeing civil civility become weaponized this is no longer political theory this is no longer like a uh, a uh, uh, respectful political discourse right where you're debating ideologies you literally have them trying to wage war and wipe out a political party let's read this and then we'll continue on this is former Democratic congressional candidate Mo Davis is calling for a, quote, domestic war to be, wa- to be waged against those who supported President Trump in the run up to the Capitol riot. Davis, a, for- a retired Air Force colonel, published the inflammatory tweet on Monday targeting Representative Madison C- Cawthorn, the man he lost to last November. He declared that it is time for the United States to start a domestic war against the American terrorists who support Trump. Davis's tweet comes after a wheelchair bound Representative Cawthorne participated in the January 6th rally for President Trump in Washington, D.C. Quote, I was chief prosecutor at Guantanamo for over two years, and there's far more evidence of, of Congressman Madison Cawthorne's guilt than there was of guilt for 95% of the, of the detainees, uh, Davis tweeted. Quote, it's time we start a domestic war on sedition by American terrorists, he added. Dailywire.com reports that Fox News host Tucker Carlson highlighted the tweet on his show on Monday night saying that, quote, among those terrorists, the ones he says are literally more dangerous than al-Qaeda and therefore must be imprisoned and killed is a 25-year-old, weird-child-bound Madison Cawthorn who was just elected by American voters to the United States Congress. (laughs) But, quote, but according to Colonel Moe Davis, Congressman Cawthorn and the millions of Americans who agree with him, The ones who voted Republican in November must be subdued by force. Carlson continued, quote, they are the enemy of our military exists to fight. Now, keep in mind that Colonel Davis, Colonel Moe Davis, spent his life under arms. So you can be certain he isn't using the term enemy in some metaphorical sense. The tweet comes after Davis has written other inflammatory remarks on the platform that would likely be deemed problematic by the media if he were Republican. Quote, screw, they go low, we go high, bullcrap. He wrote in 2019, quote, when, in, when North Carolina GOP extremists go low, we stomp their scrawny pat, patsy necks with our heels. And once you hear the sound of a crisp snack, you grind your heel hard and twist it slowly, slide to side for good measure. He needs to know who whooped his rump.
1: <clears throat> this is Colonel Moe Davis saying that we need to have a
0: war, a domestic war against those people that supported trump so you're seeing come out right now they're saying hey we're coming for you trump supporters we're coming for you constitutionalists we're coming for you libertarians we're coming for you if you voted trump we're coming
1: to get you this stuff is crazy i won't lie
0: not that i voted trump but the fact that these people are bold enough to put this type of stuff out here and that it's 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 going to happen And that you're going to have people killed and shot because they thought they were playing secret agent or secret police. All because you have the media greenlighting and gaslighting people to do this right here. Leftists call for new secret police force to spy on Trump supporters. This is where pre-crime comes in. This is where the social credit score comes in. This is the technocracy, right? This fascism. This is an article written by Paul Joseph Watson. They put this up. January 20th over there at summit.news and it says perhaps channeling the spirit of the Soviet NKVD leftists are now literally calling for a new secret police unit to be created to the, at a federal level to spy on Trump supporters. Audio listeners, I have pulled up a tweet from the Daily Beast. There's an article from the Daily Beast, Daily Beast that they put up January 18th asking can U.S. agencies spot, stop or can U.S. spy agencies stop white terror? Other countries have domestic spy agencies to fight extremists at home. Does America need one too? Getting back into the article, it says in an article... Oh, I'll play this video here shortly for you guys. It says in an article published by the Daily Beast, Jeff Stein argues that the existing federal agencies like the FBI are ill-equipped to start, quote, white terror because they miss signs of the pre-planning of the Capitol building siege. The solution to create a, quote, new secret police. Yes, he literally uses those words in order to, quote, infiltrate and neutralize armed domestic extremists, which according to the media's latest narratives, potentially include 70 million Trump voters. Stein even compares the Capitol breach to 9-11, an attack that killed nearly 3,000 people, and argues that a similar response to that should be directly inwardly against American citizens directed by a new domestic spy agency. Quote, one response to the 9/11 tragedy may well get renewed attention after the Capitol assault especially if armed white nationalists are successful in carrying out more attacks in the coming days and weeks the call for a secret police he writes goes on to say that the existence of a secret police force that subverts constitutional norms to repress the population of a co- of course a hallmark of all dictatorial regime, regimes but that doesn't appear to bother self-proclaimed progressives quote hundreds of black lives matter slash antifa riots some of which entailed or entailed firing mortars at firebombing or bombing burning down police stations did not qualify as domestic terrorism but the capital riot was terrorism due to the usual double standard points out dave block he also hits it on the nail hits the nail on the head about the reason real reason why the creation of a new secret police unit would be necessary Quote, well, neither the FBI or the NSA has a culture or brutal hostility toward their own country's population needed to efficiently repress dissidents in the unfolding police state. As we highlighted yesterday, in addition to a new secret police, some are calling for the creation of a Stasi-like citizen spy network that would recruit Biden supporters to spy on Trump supporters and grass and gas them up to the authorities. What they are talking about is very true it's a hashtag called hashtag Trump's new army. What this is, is a group of citizen detectives going out there trying to figure out a way to dig up and dox information and imprison Trump supporters here. I'll play a quick clip for you guys. And then you can find more or listen to the full clip on our telegram channel. Uh, But here, let's take a listen on how they are trying to organize a civilian, a citizen. What is it? A citizen detectives army, a secret, police force to spy on trump supporters this is getting out
4: of hand before january 20th donald trump will no longer be the commander-in-chief he will lose control of the army navy air force marines special forces and america's nuclear arsenal on january 20th donald trump will become the commander-in-chief of a different army this army the threat facing America today comes from within. Radical extreme conservatives, also known as domestic terrorists. They are hidden among us, disguised behind regular jobs. They are your children's teachers. They work at supermarkets, malls, doctor's offices, and many are police officers and soldiers. For more than a decade, Donald Trump has spoken directly to white supremacists in their language. Wall. build that wall, build that wall,
8: build that wall. Pocahontas, is it offensive? No. Oh, really? Oh, I'm sorry about that. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown
4: of Muslims entering the United States. In the middle of a presidential debate, Donald Trump was asked. On or before January 20th, Donald Trump will no longer be the commander in chief.
0: I would definitely recommend you guys go find that clip. It's in our Telegram channel. I'll put it in the description bar below. Uh, But in the full clip, they actually talk about setting up a citizen's detective Force a secret police force to track down Trump supporters to basically get them fired to get them blacklisted to get them deplatformed. this is like like what we had covered with the social credit score in China where they were able to kick off over like 11 million Chinese citizens uh, from planes from school uh, from from uh, trains uh, from being able to get insurance and things like that. we're seeing the very same thing happen here in America. We're seeing that very same ideology become exported here into America and it's being gobbled up. That's the sad part. That's the social credit score. They're using technology, virtue signaling through technology to say this is what we want our society to look like now. This is why, unfortunately, whenever you hear people say, oh, well, we'll just get off Facebook. We'll just get off Twitter. We'll just get off these platforms. You don't understand how hard they're going to make it to get back onto these platforms and to integrate into society so that's why we need to be onto them so that we can see not only what they're doing but at the same time combat this narrative because that's the idea they want to they 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 see us as bad elements as non-essential
1: right i forget what the word is
0: that hillary clinton calls them all the time uh not ungovernables What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, 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 It escapes me at the moment. Not despicable. Uh, She she used a specific word, right? But that's it. They want to try to push out Trump supporters. They want to try to push out people who believe in their country. They want to push out this whole ideology because they they consider it extremist. What Antifa do, and that's not extremist because that's what they want. That's the model. If they can keep everybody poor, broken down, terrified, uh, in fear of this shadowy organization that goes out there and could infiltrate society and cause immediate chaos and terror, that's what they want. But people who are by the book, executing their rights, knowing knowing the laws, they don't want that. They don't want an informed, educated, and awake, activated population. What they want is they want a dumbed-down, fearful, ignorant population that's unaware of things is it, it, it's it's very crazy. And so they're trying to they they're, they're going to persecute Trump supporters the same way you see chi- uh, Christians being persecuted in China. They're going to shun Americans while at the same time trying to act as if they are the Americans. Look. They'll say, "Oh, look, look at how patriotic we are. Look at how we care for you. This is the American way." While at the same time ripping up the Constitution, violating all of our rights. Trampling all over us
1: saying we're being American. And now. You have this is the craziest part. Now you have former
0: New York City Police Commissioner Bill Bratton. Saying that domestic terrorism has superseded the threat of international terrorism. Where where, where he's basically saying for the past 20 years, we've worried about Al Qaeda, ISIS and all kinds of other foreign elements. But we've never worried about our own domestic element. We've never worried about domestic terrorism. And now that Trump is out of office, we have to come after it. Let's take a listen, and then we'll continue on.
5: Bill Bratton now.
4: He served two terms as the New York City Police Commissioner. Sir, thanks for being here. Security in D.C. has been increased. How concerned are you about the safety of these state capitals?
8: Very concerned. As you just uh, indicated in your reporting, that uh, we are in an in incredible crisis at this time, where for the last 20 years, our biggest concern was international terrorism, ISIS, Al-Qaeda. Now it's here, and it's us, and it's the citizens of the United States, some of whom are rebelling against everything that we thought we believed in for the last three to 400 years.
4: Commissioner, how much harder... Is it to identify domestic terrorists than threats from abroad?
8: Much, much harder that we after 9-11, uh, we put into place so many new laws that strengthen the ability of law enforcement, not only the feds, but local police. Uh, I had the privilege of leading Los Angeles and New Arkansas firsthand and helped to participate in the building out of their capacity to deal with terrorism, particularly international terrorism, to a lesser extent. Domestic terrorism, which was focused largely around the efforts of ISIS, for example, to encourage homegrown terrorists. We now have a situation, however, where we don't have many of the tools to battle domestic terrorism that we have to battle international terrorism. There are so many limitations on law enforcement and our ability to surveil, to interact with U.S. citizens participating in domestic planning, domestic terrorism in our country. It's going to have to be part of the tremendous debates that are going to occur after the new president comes into office and the new Congress is seated.
4: Mr. Bratton, when, when you were the commissioner in New York City, you used to tell us that the most important thing you could be was transparent, that the people needed to know what the threat was so that they can conduct themselves accordingly. We're not seeing a, a level of transparency that you suggested back in the day in the federal government. Do you have any clue about why they're not being more forthcoming with us about specifics?
8: I think it's still the information for President Trump. Uh, till he basically gets on that plane and flies out of Washington, they are still reporting up a chain of command to him. And uh, I've been very disappointed that law enforcement officials have not been more present uh, doing what I'm doing with you right now, should be the head of the FBI, should be other senior law enforcement officials instead of just getting little film clips as they're doing some of their collaborative meetings. We are so used to, or used to be used to, people coming out and telling us what they know, what you, what you need to know as U.S. citizens. We're seeing very little of that at this particular point in time. I hope uh, after January 20th we get back to a situation situation where we can be more transparent, more forthcoming, and where we can have American law enforcement leadership being where they need to be, which is at those podiums talking to you rather than some of us former law enforcement officials.
1: Yeah, the more we know, the better it seems to be. Commissioner.
0: Interesting. Shepard Smith here.
1: Thanks for watching. Yeah,
0: nobody cares, bro. Yo, Shilp. Lots of very interesting things there you know, everybody's already calling it because they already inherently understand what's going to happen. We're going to see a Patriot Act on steroids, the Patriot Act 2.0. They're calling us insurrectionists. They're calling us seditionists. It's not bad enough that white supremacists are bad, right? Now you're a domestic terrorist. You You see how that happened? Just like that, how the rhetoric stepped up
1: How you are now the threat? I freaked out about
0: it all last year when I when I saw Hillary Clinton and Joy Behar call anti-lockdown protesters domestic terrorists. I was like, wow, that's a little excessive, don't you think? But no, 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 no. What's what's happening now is you're seeing how your ideology is considered a threat. How you as a free-thinking individual is a threat, whether you voted for Trump or not. That shouldn't that that's that's not the problem here. The problem is is now you have a power-hungry radicalized establishment looking for scalps trying to find whoever they can. They want to put people in prison, they want to air quotes de- de-radicalize you, they want to brainwash you, they want to kidnap you, they want to do all this crazy stuff. So we're just trying to heal. We just want to we we just want to remember we want to take care of you. We're so concerned
1: Well, at the same time, marching in the streets saying, we want blood.
0: Yeah, this is ideological purity right here. Are you with us or are you with them? Like George Bush Jr. famously said,
1: you're either with us or you're with the terrorists. And it seems like everybody's got a lot of decisions to make.
0: It's it's not about Trump now. And you can say, oh, shucks. Trump tricked me into what? Believing in America? Believing in nationalism? And you've got to ask yourself what the real meaning behind all of this is. I'll say this and we'll take a quick break. The only reason they're coming out with all this violent and radical rhetoric is because we were making progress. Our enemy is not going to talk about any of our successes, any of the good things that we've done. They're only going to demonize them and shun them. If we're not able to see the sunshine through the rain with all that's going on, that shows that we're focused on the wrong things That we're only focused on this fight. We're not really trying to build anything here. The only reason they're pulling out all the stops is because we were making progress. People were waking up. People were seeing that they were getting enslaved. They were seeing that the mask was a joke. They were seeing that they were, that they were losing uh, money, that their children were being brainwashed. That their homeland was being destroyed. They were seeing this. This information was coming out. So they had to unleash the riots. Unleash the mobs. Destroy the economy. Poison the environment. They had to do these things. But all this is going to do. Is strengthen us. All this is going to do. Is make us that much stronger. In the face of this. And rise.
1: We can only hope. We're going to take a quick break,
0: and when we come back, we're going to be talking about social side effects, essentially COVID-19 and everything else that's happened because of COVID-19, the presidency, and more. I'm going to explain, uh, I guess, some of these crises that Biden has, right? Some of these crises that are ongoing from climate change to immigration to the pandemic to the economy. Social side effects, what's happened Now that all this has happened, where do we go from here? We're going to be talking about this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this.
7: we were safe we thought it could never happen to us then life like a fog descends upon us blanketing our memories through the haze we travel its hidden paths lost in its secret places and when the storm turbulent and immovable forces us to shelter we remember it calls to us calls us back, back to the ports and the harbors of our past, we fight the currents that pull and drag us off course, not a light or star to chart the way, and when we arrive we don't always know it at first, the places we once loved guised by time, then we see it, the place we've been trying to get back to. At last, we've found our way home.
5: Another edition of Factions of Freedom,
1: and we're back.
0: Yeah, I'm. <clears throat> I'm not kidding. You guys got to give me at least like a couple episodes to get this new setup figured out, man. I'm i uh, <laughs> I'm doing the best I can, trying to figure stuff out. And we're rocking, we're moving, we're grooving. And I know there's hiccups. You just gotta. You you just gotta work with me. Uh, we are We are in the third segment of the first episode of season eleven, and there's always gonna be hiccups. There are always gonna be hiccups you know um I was just reading an email in between the break right there uh from some of the action committees i'm a part of, and it's just it's very crazy to see like an entire network get built in response to all these things that are going on and um I think that's that's. Mm-hmm that's there's, there's got to be something to be said about that i think that we've all become addicted to convenience and comfortability and how streamlined and how nice things look and we've got to ask ourselves moving forward you know are we willing to sacrifice a, a, are, are we willing to sacrifice a little bit of comfortability for progress for what we're really trying to do you know what is it that we're really trying to do uh you know i myself have had to come to grips and come to terms with some of my own ego trips and some of my own like posturing simply because that's all rhetoric that's not real that i don't really believe in but we're we're, we we will all quickly see a lot of that stuff deteriorate in the coming years and the months because the 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 trap doors are closing and so the rhetoric's going out the window the cuteness the streamline effect the all all the all the bells and whistles all that nice stuff It's kind of going out the window. I know that's what, that's the dressing that everybody kind of likes, you know? It makes them feel safe, but this stuff shouldn't, it shouldn't make you feel safe. I'm doing the best I can to try to present this information like a calm fact, but at the end of the day, we're under attack. I'm trying to put together a presentation that that, that calmly goes over the different ways in which we're being affected. Ultimately, we're being attacked. And so I'm sorry if sometimes things aren't, you know, perfect and, you know a uh, a uh, CNN and Fox level and MSNBC level of perfection, but people have to understand a lot of this is done with 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 shoestring bubblegum, and duct tape, dude. Shoestring budget. We are hardly we we are not really even funded doing. This. <laughs> oh my God! I do this because I feel compelled to do it. I feel I do it because I don't see anybody else doing it, and so I. I get I get mad whenever I have like a a glitch here or, or a sound hiccup there. It's like, dude, you're in a fight. Bro, you're in a war. Don't worry about whether or not you're eating with the salad fork or the steak fork. To do, like, just, just do the work. And I feel like this is the haze that we've got to get out of that we want things to be so polished and so pretty that we never make any progress. That's that perfectionist aspect of us to where, oh, well, if we can just make it look the best now, we will never have to do it again. No, that's the problem, is you're going to have to do all of this every time, forever, until it's done. And then when it's done, you're going to have to go do more to make sure that it was done right. <laughs> that's why it's like, yeah, the, the, the main ship show is one thing. The Instagram Live is one thing. We're going to be launching Fellowship and Freedom here in a couple uh, weeks and months now too, to help kind of offset and counterbalance some of the other work that we have to do. But dude, th- th-
1: this
0: this is it, and we, we nitpick at the at some of the most simplest
1: things. Ah, uh, this is this
0: is this is season eleven, episode one, third episode, the third segment. You know, we're doing everything we can. Uh, to not only again provide you with that A1 quality content, but at the same time something that's relevant, something that makes sense, and something that's consistent, man. And so, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of hiccups, but you know we're 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 at the forefront. We're doing the best we can. And now is not the time for us to be nipping and biting at one another or ourselves. Now is the time to be looking at the target, trying to assess and do a threat analysis, and figuring out what we can do. But uh, getting back into social side effects and starting this segment for you guys, I'd like to touch back in on this article that we had pulled up <clears throat> earlier uh, in the in the show with you guys. It talks about how QAnon bears a striking resemblance to the Bolshevik PSYOP from the 1920s known as Operation Trust. The reason why I wanted to touch on this in the social side effects a- 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 a segment is because there is still fallout that has to come from this when I talk about the mental health epidemic that came because of COVID and people not working, people not socializing, people not exercising, people not doing stuff, the mental health epidemic that came from that suicide uh, rates off the charts, opioid addiction, things like that. Right. There is also going to be a mental health epidemic from QAnon. People are going to have to bite the bullet and now they admit I was conned and they, and they, they told me stuff I really like. Or you're going to have people that are going to double down and say, you know what? You, you just don't get Q. You just don't understand the 5G chess. Uh, pass me my magazine. I got to run out of here into the street real quick. OK. And then you're going to have people that, you know. Move away from the movement entirely that go to people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and try to get de-radicalized. I thoroughly see that happening that's the those are the three little offshoots I see happening. You either have somebody that's going to come out from all of this saying, I want to become either more uh, democratic liberal fascist authoritarian whatever whatever ideology suits them. I'm not sure globalist you're either going to have people becoming de-radicalized, in, or, or or i mean converting then you're going to either have people pulling away from the from the scam and from the fraud. And then you're also going to have people doubling down and saying, you know what, you just don't understand. So there's going to be a mental health epidemic, a social side effect of people who have been addicted to QAnon. And let's 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 take a look at the people who are going to be even more addicted, the double downers, right? Who were who were who were going to be committed. We already saw what happened with a small portion of people. You could say they're leftist agitators you could say they're uh, uh, agent provocateurs you could say they're QAnon. you could say they were right-wing militia types whatever there is a certain percentage of the population that is susceptible to mind control and has been given over and has been taken over we talked about this before we have a, a, a unfortunately this is not a new topic and so when you have people who have been basically converted by ai who no longer who no longer operate here in reality with facts and information who are effectively disassociated and disconnected, right? They can be used. That's what's going to happen. You're going to see false flag terror attacks carried out by people who believe that they are in QAnon. And because they took those oaths, they're going to have all the footage and all the evidence they need. These people are going to become the Manchurian candidates with carbon copy cutouts that they can just activate and deploy to carry out these types of things. These are going to be the accelerationists and the, exter- the, the, the extremists who don't care, who are going to say, I'm on a secret mission from QAnon, you just don't understand, I'm getting my presidents from so-and-so, and just like that, these people have willingly become brainwashed, mind-controlled, and radicalized, and these people who, have, are, who are disconnected, who are disassociated, will be used as a reason to justify, to take away your rights. I already see it happening. So the same way that I'm telling you that there is a mental health epidemic because of COVID, there is going to be a mental health fallout
1: because of QAnon.
0: And that's that. Because it's easier to trust people, a strange person, a, a, a whoever's, it's easier to trust a dark corner of the internet than actually going out there to do your research. It's easier to trust. And this is the problem with people who are mentally lazy. And I'm not calling QAnon supporters lazy. I'm not calling uh, Trump supporters mentally lazy. I'm saying this is what happens whenever people don't do the research. When they don't do the work. Whenever they don't put two and two together. And they just. uh, When they just don't think. I mean. I'll say this and I'll start getting into this, this topic. Real things. I'm always asking the question. Why am I still, why am I still here operating? Why are they allowing me to do the work? Why am I still here? Right? It's, it's a very simple question. Why am I still here? Why are they allowing me to operate? Things like this and more. And I think one of the best responses I've gotten so far is because I have a a, bright, a wide breadth of content ranging from videos, to articles, to short videos, to long form videos, to Instagram lives, to long content, to long captions, right? It's going to take a while for people to kind of sort through things. They can, you know, delete content and, you know, fact check me and stuff like that, but that doesn't do anything to delete the content. And so whenever you have accounts that basically spam, you know, one thing like, Oh you yeah. know, it was the Jews. It's the Jews. It's the Jews. It's the Jews. It's the Zionists. The Zionists. The Zionists. The Zionists. It's the New World Order. The New World Order. The New World Order. The New World Order. You know, it's it's Q. It's Q. It's Q. It's Q. Flat Earth. Flat Earth. Flat Earth. Flat Earth. Aliens. 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 It's 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 like whatever you spam one thing, that's what they that's what they call as uh, inauthentic behavior. What I'm doing over here, providing like legit content with real reasons, relevant stuff on like a frequent basis that goes back for years. I'm following stories forever. That's authentic behavior. That's real. What happened to everybody else that was following along with the QAnon nonsense is they were regurgitating propaganda. There are hallmarks and signatures of propaganda, fingerprints that you can see where this this isn't an original thought. This is something that somebody just picked up and just reworded. Teachers do it all the time. Whenever they study their students' uh, papers, <laughs> you know. And I say that because you have to look at the system, the scientific dictatorship we're in, the, the 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 smart aspect of all of this. And so the reason I say all that is because I have a history that you guys can see from the goofy uh, from the goofy show titles to the way that I communicate to all of it. And that's what you need to learn to trust. you need to learn discernment from what I say. go research what I'm saying go look up what I'm saying. Don't just trust me don't just trust my 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 f drop my f bomb <laughs> instead of q drops it's f bombs you know i uh, i'm a, I'm gonna do that instead of like truth bomb <gasps> we'll call it truth bombs um i'm 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 degenerating, but you get the point. the reason I say this. Is because I'm like, getting into this next article right here. Former Michigan governor has been sued or charged for a role in the Flint water scandal. The reason I say that is because we've been following what happened in Flint, Michigan for quite some time. And so I know this isn't as mysterious and ambiguous and woke as Q, but this is what real research looks like. It's tedious, it takes forever, you hardly ever see any success, but it is what it is. This is what true activism looks like. Keeping your finger on the pulse, holding people's feet to the fire, remembering things like the Flint water crisis, like the Dakota Access Pipeline, right? How they treated those water protectors, Mine Wakane, water is life. And so I know, again, this isn't some cue drop, it's an F bomb. This is me reminding you guys that you need to be waking up and paying attention. You need to get activated, you need to get engaged. Don't just trust the plan, get pacified, and sit there on the sidelines not doing things. You need to call your senators. You need to figure out what district you're in. You need to figure out what type of bills are being pushed. Is your state or is your district for mandatory vaccinations? Do you care? Or is Q going to ride in on some magical forum and tell you what to do? This is the real conversation that people need to look at. This is what happens when you have an entire generation that's been raised on technology, on Netflix, on Fedbook, on PlayStation and Xbox and the cell phones that have basically been rendered inept. So I'm going to read to you this article about how a former Michigan governor has been charged for his role in the Flint water scandal. And that should remind you guys that there are still people out there that are doing more work even than me getting organized, remembering this stuff. This is a real issue. When I say social side effects, let me get into this. This is an article that comes from Ramon. Told me over there at Natural News, Planet Free Will picked it up. They posted this the January 18th. This is former Michigan Governor Rick Snyder is facing criminal charges for his involvement in the events that led to the contamination of Flint, Michigan's water supply. Snyder joins other officials such as former state health director Nick Lyon and top aide Richard Baird in the list of indictments following a new investigation on the scandal. Flint's water supply was contaminated with lead due to state oversight, subsequently poisoning a number of residents. The contamination also resulted in an outbreak of Legionnaire's disease among residents from 2014 to 2015. This is how long we've been covering this. This is why I say several years we've been covering this. Underneath the Obama administration, really started getting involved like uh, (coughs) post-Bush, pre-Obama. Right there. And so this isn't some Q thing. That's why I say Trump ran in. People are generally, like we have a failing infrastructure. This is what I was freaking, about, about, freaking out about with, with Flint. We have a failing infrastructure that Legionnaires disease, not only does it cause scabs and stuff on people's bodies, but it's lowering people's IQs. They are dead. This is why we have plummeting IQ levels because of the lack of iodine, a failing infrastructure, soft kill population control, You won't hear Q talking about that. You won't hear Q talking about these things because that's not what you're supposed to be told. You don't learn these things from some shadowy person on a board. You learn this by doing the work, looking at how everybody else is being affected and how eventually that's going to come to you. Getting back into this, it says Snyder stepped down as governor in 2019 upon the election of current governor, Gretchen Whitmer. What a witch, but it was under his term, that state appointed managers in Flint's, and flint switched the city's water source to the flint river in 2014 the move was designed to be a cost-saving measure while a new pipeline to lake huron was being constructed the decision proved to be disastrous the water was not treated to reduce corrosion allowing lead to leach from old pipes and make its way into the city's water supply the toxic water affected about a hundred thousand residents meanwhile bacteria from the contaminated water supply was blamed for the legionnaires disease outbreak despite lying being aware of the cases being reported months before Ian Snyder only announced the Legionnaire disease outbreak and the water contamination in January of 2016. A special prosecutor accused Lyon of failing to timely, to timely inform the public about the outbreak sooner, which led to the then health director facing involuntary manslaughter charges in 2018. His attorneys argued there was insf- insufficient information to share regarding the outbreak. However, a new team of prosecutors led by Attorney General Dana Nassel overturned the previous investigation. The Attorney General's team conducted a new probe on the matter in 2019. This second investigation gave rise to the charges being faced by Snyder and other officials who served during his term. Snyder and other former officials are expected to appear in court soon. So the reason I wanted to put this in this segment, talking about social side effects, again, this isn't some Q drop. This is an F-bomb. This is me reminding you guys. You remember the Flint water crisis? You remember the The chemtrails, you remember how they treated the people that were there? Keeping them up all night, flying planes all over, right? You've got to remember these things, guys. That's why they want to get you in the, that's what they do. They're hoping that you don't remember these things. And I started, I I was making so many jokes about that too over the break about how, wow, something's going on over there in, 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 in Michigan because they're not allowing kids. To have clean water. I remember whenever all those riots were going down too, that's whenever we started seeing some of the deployment of the the, the hyper militarized police, and then you've got Gretchen Whitmer. Like it, it it it's crazy to see that type of stuff. And to have a memory of all this stuff that went down. But you gotta think about this, guys. If they're willing to keep a
1: a water scandal on the hush
0: for quite some time to where even after the guy's out of office, we can still hold his feet to the fire and he's hardly even brought to justice. What do you think they're going to do with this vaccine? Speaking of side effects, what do you think they're going to do? Right here, Moderna vaccine causes severe side effects Enough up to 10 people prompting California to call for a pause of its rollout. Let's take a listen.
5: News on this Sunday night, state health officials recommending a halt to use of a specific batch of Moderna's
4: COVID vaccine after several patients suffer what appeared to be severe allergic reactions. A state epidemiologist issuing that startling statement tonight.
7: Those cases are now under
9: investigation and could have wide-reaching effects. That single lot contained more than 330,000 doses. They arrived in California between January 5th and January 12th. Health officials are recommending providers use other vaccines until
7: further notice.
0: Hello, I'm Mark Brown. Get more great ABC7 content by clicking the subscribe button for our YouTube channel. Hey Mark, I don't think we'll be doing that. This article comes from Signs of Time. They put this up January 18th. It says Dr. Erica S. Pan, the uh, the California epidemiologist, issued a statement on Sunday recommending a pause in the distribution of a specific lot of Moderna vaccines after, quote, fewer than 10 individuals required medical attention over the span of 24 hours. She said that the Moderna lot of 041L20A is in question, but she insisted that she called for a pause, quote, out of an extreme abundance of caution, according to Fox 11. The report said that more than 330,000 doses from the lot are already been distributed throughout the state to 287 providers. Fox Five San Diego reported that California Department of Public Health said fewer than ten people appear to experience quote a possible severe allergic reaction during the standard observation period following vaccinations at Petco Park. So, if they're willing to keep the Flint the Flint water crisis underneath the wraps for oh I don't know forever, what do you think they're going to do with these vaccines? What do you think they're going to do when people start having adverse vaccine reactions to this they'll keep it hush hush they'll keep it underneath the wraps you'll have joe biden and all kinds of other celebrities saying hey this is a good thing this is the time to heal right here china health experts call for a suspension of the covid vaccines as norway investigates 33 deaths and germany has probed 10 deaths this is an article that comes from children's health defense that was picked up over their global research and it talks about just that how chinese health experts say that norway and other countries should suspend the use of the mrna vaccines like those produced by pfizer and moderna especially among the elderly the vaccine is tainted they're already saying don't give it to people with allergies don't give it to people with uh, uh, comorbidity factors don't give it to people that are pregnant don't give it to, to, to young kids well gosh darn it who should we give it to then I would say nobody because it's a lethal vaccine.
1: It's a biological weapon.
0: And I'm telling you, I'll attach it to the link in the description bar below. I would definitely recommend you guys to do it. There are like four forms on our Telegram channel that you can download from employee coercion to mandatory testing and surveillance uh, 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 to simply refusing vaccines as a whole. There are multiple forms that you guys need to have that. that that act as a template so you can begin to get engaged in lawfare these people are going to try to forcibly inject you with these things you need to be armed with the truth the facts the tools that you need the resources that you need to fight this stuff off because check this out and and i have a story about this too right here it begins seattle fire department will go door to door quote to adult family homes to administer the COVID 19 vaccine this is an article that comes from max lavo Posted over there at Sons of Liberty Media. They put this up January 19th. Earlier this week, I received calls from my hometown up north in New Mexico where they said the National Guard had been deployed and they are helping administer vaccines. And I thought to myself, my God, that's fast. That's scary. I had asked the question too to the podcast audience and to the Telegram audience why is the military in DC? Are they there to help administer vaccines? We saw this already happen in the UK. Could it could it go down here? And so this is what I'm saying. As this stuff creeps into our life, do we have the skills, the resources, the network, and the influence to say no? I understand that we say no, but also, what are we saying no to to back up our thoughts and to back up our words? What are our actions? Because they're going to label you a dissident. They'll, they'll, they'll label you a terrorist. They'll, oh, you're one of them anti-vaxxers, aren't you? I'm an anti-vaxxer because I'm informed, because I read about how uh, the vaccine can affect my spermatogenesis and more. How it's making people infertile, developing Bell's palsy. I'm an anti-vaxxer because I don't want you to shoot me up with this thing, this binary weapon that you're going to use to modify my genetics. Huh? Well, I guess I'm just an anti-vaxxer then. Let me get into this article. It says the government is about to bring the vaccine to your door. Seattle Fire Department paramedics will be going door to door to start starting Thursday to vaccinate, quote, residents of adult family homes throughout the city. They will start by going to, quote, adult family homes. The city of Seattle was approved late last week as a distributor of COVID-19 vaccines. Mayor Jenny Durkin announced that, quote, the city refers to anyone employed and currently accepting a paycheck from the city government of Seattle. Durkin framed the new push as the first in what will eventually be a major city effort to distribute the vaccine from sites spread throughout the city. And just what exactly do you think will happen if you refuse the vaccine from a paramedic? An armed police officer will likely be there to next to quote, follow the orders of the mayor. It's begun. Quote, we have to get these shots out of the refrigerators and into people's arms, the mayor said. Quote, we hope that if we get steady supplies, we will stand up. Ma- we will stand up. Maxi- vaccination sites side by side with our testing sites. The city has, for months, operated four free drive-up coronavirus testing sites that city officials said have conducted more than 556,000 tests. They're rolling out this vaccine almost as fast as troops piled up in D.C. But wake up, folks! It's about to get real and ugly. The Seattle mayor has also discussed setting up vaccination sites at schools. Quote, It will really have to be an all-hands-on-deck approach, she said, according to a report by EMS1. The mayor stressed that to to reach the 70% vaccination rate of its adult population, King County will have to vaccinate 1.3 million people, giving out 2.6 million shots. Quote, it is an undertaking that our country has never done before, not on this scale. Seattle Fire plans to complete the first round of vaccinations by January 21st and the second dose, by February 21st, it goes on to say that since receiving vaccines in mid-December, the state has struggled to quickly vaccinate the most vulnerable people, long-term care students or long-term care residents and health care workers. CVS and Walgreens, which have been contracted to set up vaccine clinics at long-term long term care facilities, have fumbled vaccine schedules after waiting weeks for state approval. The Washington State Department of Health on Saturday approved Seattle Fire as a vaccine distributor. So just like that, even the firefighters are getting involved.
1: You see how everybody's getting involved. Monkey see, monkey do. That's how I see it. Monkey see, monkey do.
0: Because again, no one's ever asking, hey, should should we get this vaccine? I mean, before even going to the break. We we talked about how a lot of healthcare workers, many healthcare workers are refusing to take the vaccine because they don't want, they, they don't want to be guinea pigs. There was a nurse that came out. That's another a, a nurse came out literally saying she received the vaccine and then a couple of days later she developed Bell's
1: palsy. You've even got Marco
0: Rubio coming out saying that. The elites are tricking people into taking the vaccine that's why they're that, that, that's why this discussion of mandatory is so hot right now and if you would have if you paid attention to how we covered that only if you are an employee of the city and an employee of the government can it be mandated and so this is another reason why they wanted to wipe out the middle class, get rid of private health care so that you would basically be poor, get on welfare ask for healthcare, so they can mandate the vaccine shots so they can force that in you And don't want private health care see private healthcare i'll tell you you don't need that stuff i mean some might because they they want their money but you get what i'm trying to say this is the side effect so this is what happens when You don't have people that go out there and go research information and go look up the studies that come out of Wuhan that listen to doctors that try to find out what doctors at the White Coat Summit said, that don't actually try to build up their immune system. No, 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 no. They want to be spoon fed more of that information that government's here to help you. Like QAnon said, just trust the plan. (laughs) Gosh, we're just trying to
1: de-radicalize you. Just take your medicine.
5: And now, in Germany, they're trying to detain
1: COVID rule breakers in refugee camps. I kid you not. It's, it's, it's
0: creepy and it's crazy, but let's take a listen. It, it's It's out of this world. It's 2021
9: to quarantine after being exposed to COVID-19 will be held in detention centers, and even under police guard, according to reports. Officials in the state of Saxony, which is experiencing one of the worst outbreaks in the European nation, have already approved plans to hold quarantine breakers in a fenced off section of a refugee camp, the Telegraph said. Another state, Brandenburg, also plans to use a section of a refugee camp. In Schleswig-Holstein, repeat offenders will be kept in a special area in a juvenile detention center, the report said, citing Germany's Welt newspaper. The state of Baden-Württemberg has two hospitals with rooms to hold the scofflaws, which will be guarded by police, the report said. The centers are aimed at detaining only those who continue to break lockdown even after being fined, the report said. States have been granted powers to do so under the Disease Protection Act. An emergency law that was passed by the German Bundestag last March and renewed in November, Dr. Christoph Degenhardt, an expert in administrative law, told Die Welt. Joanna Kotar, a member of the Populist Alternative for Germany party, tweeted that those involved in the centers had been, reading too much Orwell. As of Monday, Germany has seen more than 2 million confirmed cases of coronavirus Mm -hmm. and nearly 47,000 deaths, according to Johns Hopkins University. Germans who repeatedly refuse to quarantine after being exposed to COVID-19 will be held in detention centers.
0: That is so creepy, and the fact that you've got like a robotic a, a robotic voice doing it too, that's even more creepy, man. You know, and this this is what I mean. But like the dystopian times that we've done found ourselves in, it's, it, it, it's just so so normal now. It's creepy, you know. Like here, the, I. I'm not going to play the clip for you guys, uh, you know, because it's another one of those weird clips where it has like heroic music behind something that's dystopian. Uh, But right here, China builds massive COVID detention camp. It's a time lapse video of. of Of a massive COVID camp. And they have like heroic music playing in the background. It looks like this is January 16th to 17th that the whole time frame took place. Uh, and it looks like they built over 4,000 4, isolation units or isolation suites. Yeah. In a couple of days period, they built a 4,000
1: isolation suite space to keep
0: people that have contracted COVID. And we know full well that a lot of these COVID camps are going to be used as facilities to take domestic terrorists, insurrectionists, seditionists. Anybody that is labeled as a dissenter or that has uh, 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 opinions that they don't want to deal with. Because right now they're saying, oh, well, we'll we'll make this massive COVID detention camp for people who are physically sick. But what about people who are mentally ill? You see how that works? You see how physically sick is only two shakes of a lamb's tail away from mentally ill. And what did I talk about earlier in the start of the segment? how the mental health epidemic from covid is a real thing you don't think they have like facilities or brainwashing facilities or deradicalization uh, uh, places to 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 take some of these people who have been negatively affected by covid we've covered it before that they have uh they're like uh they're like environmental they're like they're like environmentalist groups that get together to talk about their mental health uh how they feel like looking at climate change and things like that and so who's to say that they won't have COVID therapy groups saying, I can't believe all these anti-maskers were wearing this, but I'm, I'm, I'm derailing. You get the point. What I'm trying to talk about with the social side effects is we have lost so many rights and liberties because of COVID that it is now normal to engage in dystopian things like that, to have detention camps, refugee centers, isolation units, stuff like this. And it's great. China Joe thinks it's great secret police,
1: this, that, and the third, it's great. No, it's dangerous is what it is. This is a very, very dangerous future that we're creating. Here, let me play for you guys this
0: real quick while you have them saying that, oh, we'll put all these Germans in, 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 in refugee camps if they don't agree with COVID, while you have thousands denouncing the COVID lockdown. In Amsterdam. Yeah.
5: Thousands have gathered in
6: Amsterdam to protest lockdown measures in the Netherlands. Riot police use water cannons to break up the crowds. Authorities have extended coronavirus restrictions that began on Tuesday. They include the closure of schools and most stores. The Netherlands was more reluctant than its neighbors in implementing lockdowns during its initial outbreak. But a second winter surge in cases prompted officials to take stronger measures.
0: So, you know what? You, you, you know what I find very strange and interesting about all of this? You know, I think this is going to be one of the last things that I'd bring up for this segment social side effects, just showing you like the crazy switch of how things have happened. Uh, they're, they're, they're criminalizing civilians and citizens. They're, they're, they're persecuting people with ideologies that they don't believe in. And at the same time, they're letting in the refugees, they're letting in the migrants so that they can replace them. You see how that works? That's why they say nationalism is a, is a bad thing or believing in patriotism is a bad thing. Now Audio listeners, I'm about to turn off the mute for this clip. It says thousands of migrants head for USA after a clash in Guatemala. An article that comes from Drudge Report feed, they put this up January eighteenth. Sure what it sounds like. It, like it says a caravan of some 6,000 migrants continued its trek to the southern border of the, of the U.S. after clashes with military and police on Sunday in Guatemala. It says migrants were greeted with sticks and tear gas in Chikamula, Guatemala, as they try to pass through a barrier. Their goal is to make it to the, to the U.S., where many believe the administration of President-elect Joe Biden will soften its treatment of migrants. Quote, I decided to go to the U.S. because in my country, there is no work. There is nothing, said Carlos Flores from Honduras, according to Daily Millenio. Uh, Quote, I have to leave because of the pandemic. The hurricanes have caused destruction in my country. Mexico's Migration Institute, NIE, said that the National Guard and the Defense Ministry were on alert in the southern state of Tabasco, which borders with Guatemala ahead of the expected arrival of the caravan. Last year, President Andreas Manuel Lopez Obrador promised his U.S. counterpart, Donald Trump, that he would halt undocumented immigrants deploying a full scale crackdown at Mexico's southern border and turning away thousands with the help of the National Guard. It's unclear if Lopez Obrador's stance on migration will shift when Biden takes office on Wednesday. And so, what you're seeing right now, audio listeners, you guys can't see this, what you're seeing right now is maybe a A group of 50 to 100 National Guards and uh, uh, police officers basically having their line broken by a caravan of 6,000 migrants. And so here's where we're at. (laughs) Here's where we're at at the end of Season 11, Episode 1, the third segment. Thousands of migrants are clashing with the police and the National Guard to make their way up here into America because Joe Biden has promised them a future, a future that we as Americans don't even have anymore. (laughs) It's very interesting. I wonder who's telling them who's telling them these things because we don't have work. We don't have jobs. There's no there's no bustling middle class for these people
1: to get employed at. These are the people that are going to take those
0: positions of power. That are that, that, that will fill those seats whenever they begin to expand that new domestic spy force there's a lot of things going on in this world right now. a whole lot of changes taking place not only in our nation but around the world and here it is here's the formula: so as you as a citizen are being chastised in your own country, they are weaponizing third world migrant populations to come into your nation and to change the demographics. As well as the political, uh, uh, demographic, of your nation, this is globalism. That's and and and, and the sad part is, the sad part is, is this was the, always the plan. I've talked about it before. How Trump was supposed to get in there? Like Obama's purpose was to bring us down to third world status. Trump's purpose was to try to rise us up to up up to first world status, only for us to level out at second world status. And even that is debatable at this point. You know, whenever you have whenever you have a, a a puppet dictator being installed, your vote doesn't matter. You're not running you're not in a free country. When your elections aren't real, whenever they don't really represent the will of the people, you're a slave. This is what happened. This is globalism. This is what we're being inducted into. That's why they're pulling off the steel of the century. That's why we're seeing a collapsing uh, political system. The creation of the Uniparty. There are so many different things happening right now. was no way that I could talk about it all in one episode. <laughs> there was no way that I could encapsulate how we are in the new world order now. Make no mistake about it. There's no way that I could have talked about all this stuff And made sense. If anything, it's almost a good thing that I couldn't. It's almost better that all of this stuff happened in the way that it did. Because people would not have known otherwise. They wouldn't have believed it had they not seen it with their own eyes. And it's not done. If anything, it's just getting started. We have a very, very interesting future ahead of us, my friends.
1: I can only hope that we survive it.
0: You soon. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Biden's Blitzkrieg, ideological purity and social side effects. However, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. I know a very interesting returning episode, but is it a, is, is it an interesting episode or is it an interesting time to be alive? I think that's that's the real thing. We we're, we're not really asking questions anymore. We know answers. We know all the answers to the questions we're asking. We know the times that we have entered into. I think that's the blitzkrieg part about a Biden administration is, yes, they are going to do all of these things, but we only have a limited window to respond, to do anything about it. But whenever I tell you that in the future, we will have wished that we took at least a small step so we could at least be at the table to fight against this we're gonna beg for that opportunity. We're gonna beg for that chance. And if you don't start begging now, if you don't start repenting now, if you don't start trying to fight for it now, tomorrow will never be promised. You'll we'll never see your progress. You'll we'll never get the work done. And ladies and gentlemen, this is not a year to sit on our hands. If anything, this is a byproduct of us sitting on our hands for years. For four years. <laughs> But I tell you what, my friends, I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, I won't let any of this discourage me. If anything, all it's done is invigorate me. It's only confirmed that things are darker than we could ever imagine. And all we can do is fight. All we can do is move forward. And if we give up, if we give in, that's the hill we die on. And I refuse to let you, the future, and my legacy down. I'll fight with every single ounce of strength I have and I can only hope that it inspires you to do the same however ladies and gentlemen that's our really have for you guys and gals if you have any questions feel free to email me I'll have it in the description bar below and as always guys and gals stay vigilant expose lies and share truth this is Noizera Freedom Faction
3: out